MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. Today is August 24th, Thursday morning. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. An elected official in Lehigh County is calling for action after he says he discovered an unusually high number of rare medical diagnoses. He says that they led to multiple parents losing custody of their children. The parents were diagnosed with Munchausen syndrome by proxy, a form of child abuse where the caretaker of a child either makes up fake syndromes or makes a child appear sick or causes them to actually be sick. The financial watchdog in Lehigh County is running for re-election. He became concerned after he said he found a remarkably high concentration of cases in the region. Mark Pinsley, the Lehigh County Controller, is calling for an investigation now. He's concerned the county could get sued for millions of dollars. Pinsley says that he found Lehigh and Northampton counties had one-third of all Munchausen syndrome by proxy cases reported in Pennsylvania from 2017 to 2021 with eight. That's insane. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, the stories are not um, simple. They're they're pretty complex. I mean, the parents are one. Uh, I heard one. Uh, the parents, you know, went to an emergency room with their son. The son said that he was being abused, and uh, you know, so and it all led to this. And they did eventually, um, I believe, get custody back of their children. But um, it, you know, they're saying that the, this and these cases being, um, you know, the, the parents being diagnosed with this, and they said the one couple that spoke to Six ABC said that uh, nobody even talked to them, like they were. Just diagnosed with this and without even being consulted, right? And right. Then after an investigation and after oh. um, being, you know, I guess looked at themselves, they found that they didn't have it. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. I saw a, a documentary HBO had it years ago about a woman who just was uh, I, I, every one of her kids developed some sort of bizarre, yeah. quote unquote, mm-hmm. uh, condition. And I mean, she was an extreme case, but it's the psychology behind it is really disturbing. Yeah, it's very disturbing. Lehigh County children and youth had no comment on any of the cases where children were taken away from their parents because of this diagnosis. There is no word on which doctors and hospital networks may be responsible. So you're saying one or two of the diagnoses might be in question as well? No, no, eight of them. Yeah, no, no, I know that there were eight of them that were diagnosed, but some of them, like you said, this one couple was like, wait a minute, we don't really have this. Right, this not, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, no, they're saying, yeah, they're, they're, so they're saying because there's such a large number in those counties. They got swept they're, up. They're questioning, well, oh. no, they're questioning all of them uh, as to, right. do they, did they actually have this or was there, were they just kind of being diagnosed and, uh, you know, misdiagnosed, I guess. Weird. Yeah, very okay. weird. Yeah. The Philadelphia police officer who shot and killed a man in the city's Kensington section last week will be fired, officials announced during a press conference on Wednesday. Police Commissioner Danielle Outlaw says Officer Mark Dial will be suspended for 30 days with the intent to dismiss following the deadly August 14th shooting of 27-year-old Eddie Irizarry. Outlaw says this was in direct action due to several de- uh, departmental violations by Dial, including refusal to properly obey proper orders from a supervisor officer and failure to cooperate in any departmental investigation. I want to make it clear that the investigation into the shooting itself continues along with the administrative investigation in which there will be additional disciplinary charges in the event that Officer Dial violated additional PPD policies. The police department takes accuracy and transparency and incident reporting very seriously, said Outlaw on Wednesday. The criminal investigation is being conducted by the district attorney's office. Officer Dial was a five-year veteran of the Philadelphia Police Department and was assigned to the 24th District. His attorney says... 
That Officer Dial has the full support of the Fraternal Order of Police as they continue to review the facts. Uh, Izzy Ari's family is calling for the body-worn camera footage to be released to the public. Dial's partner did, did cooperate with the shooting investigation. He was placed on administrative duty. He is working for the force but not patrolling the streets. American Airlines filed a lawsuit against Skiplag, the company that helps people find cheap flights by using a loophole that in, involves connecting flights. In the lawsuit, the airline says Skiplag never had the authority to issue American Airlines tickets. Only an authorized American Airlines agent can. The practice called Hidden City Ticketing involves buying a ticket to one city while actually planning to stay in the layover city instead of making the whole trip. I was wondering about this because on the on the surface, it seems like something yeah. that's totally fine. I mean, you, you, your decision to do that that way, right? Well, so I guess if you, so this is, they're, they're, um, they're suing this skip-legged company right. who is booking these flights for the people. But if you book it yourself and you just don't, like, are, are well, you okay to do that? I, remember, I, yeah. I don't think so. No, there was that one kid, we had that story of right. that kid who, right. got, who got banned yeah. because yeah. he did it. So I think that their own policy probably doesn't technically allow you to do it right. when you buy that ticket. I got you know an idea. So, How so, about you just don't charge people an arm and a leg I know. to go hang to the same Casey, you know, it's, it's, it, to me, it seems like card counting. Yeah. Like, you're you're playing the system. Right. And the company can set their own rules based on it. So, to me, it doesn't seem like it's glaringly outlandish, but they don't like what you do. Not but illegal, no, they, but it's they frowned obvi- upon. Yeah, right. they, obviously, yeah. they obviously don't like it. But this is, I mean, li- listen to this, because this is specifically, um, this, according to this, what, what they're saying about skip lag, you could still do it as an individual. They're, mm-hmm. they're suing them for, for, for what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you can, though, Kathy. I think you're... That this this suit is something wholly different. Right, they're, right. they're going after this company saying, look, you can't sell these tickets. But remember, I had that story yeah. a while back where were you gone when I no, had no, that No, no, no. I know what you're talking. Yeah, so I, I think that when you buy that ticket, unless there's some kind of an emergency so in or their something policy. like that, I believe yeah. okay, that you're okay. well, not allowed to do that. If you're not allowed, or is it illegal? It's so, not illegal. Well, I don't think it's, it's illegal, right, right. but they can turn around and say, guess what? It's our you policy. You can't buy tickets yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah just exactly. like um, you were saying with card counting, right? You're not going to get arrested, right? But they're going to take you in the back and they go, we don't like you doing this. Right, and Joe Pesci's going to break your hand. uh And you're not allowed back here anymore, uh, which sucks. Listen, you know, I was, I I wanted to. Or was that one kid arrested for that? Was there a legal thing? Nick, look it up. I'll have to go back and look that that. up at some point. But there was a a hazy area. But, uh, yeah, I think that's the case, though. Yeah. You know, you find these things and you exploit them. But but I see exactly what they did. They saw a company that was making We're going to do it for It's like, hey, we're your card-counting company. Right. (laughs) Well, I had mentioned, uh, I guess it was earlier this week, it's not illegal what I did, but I bought a uh, damaged packaged item from a hardware store knowing full well that... There was a, a really good chance that there was uh, pieces missing out of it, and there was. But I ended up saving an extra twenty five dollars, you know. And so I beat the system. You did. So there, the story that we were referring to, there was a, there's a website called One Mile at a Time, and they referenced a kid that did the thing. And he, uh, it's this says while this practice isn't illegal, there are several risks to be aware of. So it's not an illegal practice, but it, okay. what, what Amer- American Airlines did was interrogate and then ban that kid, they banned him, okay. the teenager from uh, the hidden city ticketing. That All was right. it. So America. 
American Airlines says by using this flight booking method, Skiplag violates the AmericanAirlines.com use of agreement and conditions, including its policy that states people who use its website must not act as an agent for anyone outside of their immediate family or their employer. Skiplag has customers enter their personal and uh, personal and payment information on its website, then uses that information to book a flight on American Airlines website, the suit alleges. Is there, in fact, a hidden city that you could buy a ticket to <laughs> that no one can see until you buy a ticket to it? Oh, like Wakanda? Like, yeah, or, uh, or your Shangri-La yeah. in Los yeah. Horizon, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so American Airlines says that uh, this is breach of their use of agreement. American Airlines also accuses Skip Lagged of charging customers more than they would be charged on AmericanAirlines.com and also charges customers a $10 fee for the service. The airline says Skip Lagged is lying to the customers about lower rates or discounts. And the airline also alleges that Skip Lagged violates its copyright because it uses its trademark in order to market flights and is deceptive and abusive. And it not only breaches the AA.com use of agreement conditions, but also coaches passengers to do the same. You're a liar. They issued official statement that said, "Back yeah. off, war child." <laughs> right. Seriously, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Said, you got to, you have to <laughs> heed that. Travel. Back in. off, war child. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, if if you know if that's what was said, I'd be like, "All right." Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know yeah. what? It's okay. so cool. You said I, that. I, I got it. Got yeah. it. Okay. You're like, that would be a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Roadhouse? <laughs> The airline is asking for a permanent injunction of Skip Lag to prevent it from operating in this way, as well as an account of all sales of American Airlines tickets made through Skip Lag. They are asking for damages, attorney fees, and other relief that they may be entitled to by law. Be nice. In sports this morning. Child, seriously. The Phillies lost to the San Francisco oh, Giants man. 8-6 in extra innings last night at the ballpark. What the f*** is it? In his first game with the Giants, Paul DeJong hit a two-run home run in the fourth inning and had a two-run single in the tenth to lead San Francisco to the win. What the f*** is that? The Giants scored three runs in the top of the tenth after their closer blew a three-run lead in the ninth inning on Bryce Harper's home run off the foul pole in right field. Phils are off today and welcome the St. Louis Cardinals to town tomorrow night for a weekend series. Christopher Sanchez will get the start. The first pitch is set for 7.05. In other baseball news, two-way superstar Shohei Otani was diagnosed with a torn UCL in his right elbow after just an inning, uh, one and a third innings in the 9-4 loss during a doubleheader against the Reds. Otani, the favorite to win the American League MVP award for the second time in three seasons, will not pitch again this season after he underwent an MRI between the doubleheader games that revealed the tear. Mm. It's the second time that Otani suffered from a torn UCL. He had the same surgery in 2018 and it forced him to undergo Tommy John surgery and not pitch in 2019. The Angels are in town next week to play a series against the Phillies. And that's what I have for you this morning. I really call it his uckle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, my, my, I took my dad to dinner last night. He's still new to the area and we were talking about the Phillies and he goes, Who, who's, that, who's that one that looks like a caveman? <laughs> <laughs> I said, Dad, that's Brandon Marsh. I said, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact, is he going to be joining he is, us? He's uh, on the show on Monday. On Monday? Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> Awesome. Is your dad uh, a sports fan at all? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so... I mean, he doesn't... He doesn't doesn't religiously watch sports like he used to. He was a diehard uh, football and and college basketball fan, but um, he likes watching baseball, so... son has a little bit of latitude in this town. I was going to... We were... A friend of mine offered up some tickets uh, to Monday's game, but I have a... 
prior obligation and can't go. I was really looking forward to taking him to the game because things are getting exciting. Yeah. It's your trip to Hidden City. Uh, you want me well, to take him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you going? I'll take your dad. You'll take my dad? No, no. You give me the tickets and you go <laughs> oh, for okay. Then I'll take yeah. your dad. And, uh, <laughs> and on a per diem, 50 bucks if you wouldn't mind. If that's all right. Yeah, yeah for dogs and beers. Uh, well, anyhow, we welcome you. Listen, uh, other than free tickets to uh, the Phil's games that we can offer up to Nick, uh, we have something else going on. Uh, the Presidency Cooling Caravan is going to hit the road again. Now, I know it's not crazy hot, but it's still a wonderful way to start your day. And we are doing one tomorrow morning. So here's the deal. If you work outside and you want to reward your crew with a visit from the Duncan Community Cruiser, you just go to PrestonandSteve.com and you can get entered. And we may send uh, the, the crew by and everybody get some iced coffee, start the day off with a little kick. Hey, nice. You're right. It doesn't matter what the temperature yeah. is at a certain point. It's just a great way to start the morning. The last time we sent the caravan out, Preston, it was a huge success. Um, yes, absolutely. So we're going to do it uh, Friday and we're going to do it Monday as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So Two of the hottest days of the year. You can <laughs> enter for either one. Just go to PrestonandSteve.com and we're going to pick a few of those entries and maybe you'll be one of them. And by the way, here comes Pumpkin at Duncan because if you haven't heard, Pumpkin's uh, Duncan's Pumpkin lineup is back. And you can order your Dunkin' seasonal favorites right now. And Philly runs on Dunkin'. The President Steve Show runs on Dunkin'. We want you to run on Dunkin' as well. So that is uh, tomorrow and Monday. So go to the website, get signed up, and let's get you on board for that. All right, we're going to take a break. Come back in a second. We got some entertainment report stories and a stupid question to run by you and some more things to give away. So hang out for a moment. We'll be right back. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. Get it. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, stupid question. We are going to give away, by the way, a $100 Steven Singer Jewelers gift card. The question I have for you this morning is, what brand of whiskey is made in Lynchburg, Tennessee? Uh-huh. 
pretty easy question for whiskey drinkers. 215-263-WMMR. Which brand of whiskey is made in Lynchburg, Tennessee? Let's see if you know the answer to that. Uh, I'll go through some birthdays. A couple that aren't on my list. Nick just pulled up uh, the IMDb opening page, and they always mention some birthdays here. And so these aren't on my list. Uh, actor Elizabeth Debicki uh, performed in the Guardians of the Galaxy as that golden character. Yes, I like her. Character. And also as uh, Princess Diana in the last season of The Crown. She's actually very attractive. Yes, very yes. much so. And yeah. prefers the they-them pronouns, I believe, uh, and celebrates uh, 33 years today. And then another actor, Jared Harris. Now, Jared Harris is one of those character actors, uh, Steve, you know him as soon as you see him. Um, in the second uh, Sherlock Holmes uh, movie, he played Professor Moriarty. Yes, yes, yes. In uh, Lincoln, he was Grant. Or no, no. Uh, yeah, no, no. He played... Um, yeah, did he play... Uh, Ulysses S. Grant? Yeah, Ulysses S. Grant. That's right. He's in that. Huh. He um, just pops up in all yeah. kinds of stuff. And Nick's pulling up his... Uh, his he played IMDb. Harriet Tubman. He played Harriet Tubman. Yeah. What an amazing, what an amazing performance. Didn't even expect that. He was uh, also in The Crown. Oh, yeah. He was in the first season. He was King George yeah. at the very beginning. Right. So, and then it also was in King Ralph. He's in uh, tons of stuff. I don't know about King Ralph, but maybe. That's the, that's the career to have. Character actor. Uh, it's Dave Chappelle's birthday today. <clears throat> And it's a big one for him. He's 50 years old today. He's nice. nice. Yeah. Milestone birthday. He's, it's funny. We used to have him on the show all the time. And then he's one of those guys that when it really started to click, you know, the, the walls went up. But I'll tell you what. He's also a really good dramatic actor yeah. in um, the uh, Stars Born. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, places uh, kind of his best buddy in that, yeah. Uh, Craig Kilborn is 61 years old. We had a chance to meet him. He was here. He was a nice enough guy. So we'd heard all the, repu- you know, the reputation yeah. was he was a difficult dude and was, uh, you know, it could be a pain in the ass. And he, I guess the perception was he was that guy in, uh, uh, God, uh, old school. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, But he's great. Uh, we also have uh, Marley Maitland. Uh, who is, she was an Oscar winner, 87, for Children of a Lesser God, and then uh, wowed us in CODA most God, recently. And she's great. Yeah. The relationship with her and her husband in CODA is and, funny. And they are just, and yeah. they, they're sex fiends. They, they just, hump uh, like rabbits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hilarious. Uh, and she is great. That movie is so wonderful. If you I need to watch that. that again. Yeah, it, uh, she is uh, 58 years old today. Uh, actress Ann Archer, who we've seen in everything from Fatal Attraction. She was the wife in Fatal Attraction. She was also uh, on uh, It's Always Sunny. Was she? Yeah, she was. Uh, wasn't she was Frank's, Frank's wife? Frank's wife. Okay. Uh, uh, Patriot Games, Rules of Engagement, uh, Clear and Present Danger. So those uh, Jack Ryan films. She is 76 today. Uh, it's Vince McMahon's birthday. Wow. WWE owner. He is celebrating his 78th birthday today. And I have a couple of wrestler stories coming up in the entertainment report. Quite the legend and still pretty jacked. Whether that's chemically induced or not, it's still pretty impressive. You're fired. Uh, Cal Ripken Jr. is 63 years old, holds the baseball consecutive games record at 2,632, considered the unbeat- one of the unbeatable records. Do you know the funny thing is, is that Cal Ripken Sr. had the worst attendance record in school? No. That's bizarre. Uh, I wonder who's even the closest active uh, member right now. And, and right where now, they, who's right, had yeah, most consecutive and, and, games? Right. That's a good question, yeah. Uh, because that's that's crazy. And when he, when he broke that, or when he stopped 
to that yeah. record. It wasn't like out of necessity. It wasn't like out of an injury right. or something like that. He just he played five hundred more games after breaking Lou Gehrig's That's record. insane. Yeah, yeah. 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 there's a guy named a Whit Merrifield Casey. I've never heard of him, and he's played all of these games five hundred eighteen in a row, and it's all for the Kansas City Royals. Uh, so that's the current streak. Uh, he's sixty three. Then we have uh, Chad Michael Murray. Your show, Preston, the actor. What show? One Tree Hill. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, you know what he's very good on. He was uh, the uh, Agent Carter both seasons. Who is it? Uh, the, the sort of cocky boss. Did you watch both seasons? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, blonde. I, I enjoyed yeah, that he was show. Good. Yeah. yeah. So he is um, celebrating his forty second birthday today. Steve freaking Gutenberg. Oh yes. A fan of the what was the name of the place? Blue Oyster. The Blue Oyster Bar. <laughs> uh, not only Police Academy, but uh, Cocoon Diner, Short Circuit. Yeah. Let us not forget. <laughs> only one, not two. That's right. He, he, he wasn't was in big. that one. He left out Lavalanchula. <laughs> uh, that's right. And yeah. Lavalanchula. He is uh, sixty-five today. Uh, actor Stephen Fry turns a year older as Fry, well. Fry, Fry, Fry. Uh, v for Vendetta, Gosford Park. Uh, <laughs> sure, I'll take you to Gosford Park, you old hooker. You old hooker. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he's actually just a great raconteur. He has many great stories, and um, yeah, he he observes. The, he's like the noticer, Preston, but in he's, a, he's an intellectual as yes, well, isn't right, he? Yeah. yeah, so he's sixty-six. He's smart. Uh, Rupert Grint. Yes. So bummed we never got him by here. But listen, when when they're filming in Philadelphia, it's tough to get actors to come by. But obviously, uh, he did several seasons. How many seasons of uh, of uh, f- three, four of Servant? Yeah, at least four. I think right. it was four. He was all the way through it, and he was seen all around town. And apparently, super nice guy. Would love to have had him by here. Did one of us pants M Night Shyamalan or something? Because we haven't had a contact with him Does in a while. Somebody pants on. Right? Came up behind him, yanked his pants down. Good friend of the show. And we thought we could parlay that because we would have loved to have gotten him on uh, Rupert Grint on the show. Oh, they they just outright were like, no. Yeah. I I reached out to them. They it's hard with them. Like, you know, somebody like that and and especially when they're working, they basically were like, Listen, when they're working, not a shot. I'd rather get a no and and say, Hey, it's not gonna happen than string us along and say, Well, maybe when he gets a break or whatever. If it's a flat out no, okay, we'll move on. You just know Rupert Grimmett would be one of our best friends. How how about when he's not working? Yeah, Yeah. do they ever stop working? They could work too. Uh so yeah, Ron Weasley, Rupert Grant, thirty five years old, and he's great and uh and servant as well. Uh, and then a guy we know is a friend of the show, uh, David Keckner. He's been by here a bunch of times. <laughs> oh, my God. From Anchorman. Rubbing sticks and stones together, make a sparks ignite. And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting. Skyrockets in flight. <laughs> That's him on the boo. And on whoop. the boo? Uh, he is 61 today. All right, uh, we'll go to the phone, see if somebody knows the answer to this. What brand of whiskey is made in Lynchburg, Tennessee, 215-263-WMMR. Adam's our first caller in, so let's go to Adam. Yo, dude, Adam, good morning. Hey, good morning. It. Good morning. It. Good morning to see you, Adam. <laughs> what is the whiskey that we refer to in Lynchburg, Tennessee? Jack Daniels, the, if you please. The classic. Oh, yeah. Yep. Hang on, Adam. Got a hundred bucks, hundred dollars Steven Singer Jewelers gift card, and Steven is giving away free diamonds, sort of. 
It would have purchased a real diamond engagement ring, whether it sells for $500 to $15,000. Stephen's giving away a free one-carat lab-grown diamond, and you can buy a real diamond from a real jeweler you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers, you can go to IHStephenSinger.com or visit uh, his showroom in Center City, Philadelphia. Did you see the commercial with this? Because he, he's in it, and it's really good. There's a guy who is... The diamonds? Yeah, so okay. he's proposing to uh, what turns out to be a blow-up doll. Yeah. And... Um, and uh, and he's like, oh, my gosh, she said yes. And they're in a restaurant. And then a woman goes, that's not a real woman. And then there's a busboy behind her. And he comes into focus. And it's Steven Singer goes, that's not a real diamond. Okay. Uh, yeah. I have not seen it. Well, yeah. he's, he's, he's working it, man. Yeah. He's got a mission. All right. After eight years of court battles, Halle Berry is finally putting her divorce with Olivier Martinez behind her. Page Six reports that the Monsters Ball actress finalized her divorce with Martinez on Tuesday. Uh, she signed, or she agreed to pay her ex-husband $8,000 each month in child support for their nine-year-old son, uh, Masio, while covering other expenses, including private school tuition, school uniforms, and school supplies. So he, I believe, was an actor as well, or he's an actor. I don't he know is, how, yeah. how uh, frequently he works. He was in that one with uh, Richard Gere, where he um, he's sleeping with Richard Gere's, I think oh, that's right, the same right. guy. Oh, right, right. Diane Lane is in that as well? Is yeah. That, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, I think that's around Malice? the time they started, yeah. They started getting unfaithful. Together. Unfaithful. That's it. Uh, Barry and Martinez will share the custody of uh, Masio, and uh, she also voluntarily agreed to give him $55,000 for legal fees. So they apparently have worked it <laughs> yeah. out. Uh, speaking of other legal issues, Entertainment Tonight reports that the Australian government's Department of Agriculture announced Tuesday that Amber Heard will not be prosecuted for illegally oh. bringing her two dogs into the country in 2015. Uh, Heard brought the dogs to the country while her ex, uh, Johnny Depp, was filming a Pirates of the Caribbean sequel. Remember that hostage tape kind of apology that they issued? Yeah, they were sitting there. Yeah, it was part of the the ruling that uh, that they had to make this PSA, a video saying that you can't. You know, bring animals in with, without clearing. Uh, Brother diggies. Yeah, and their diggies. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they had to do it. And it was so, there was zero emotion <laughs> right, in it all. They, right. they looked pissed off and just did the bare minimum. Are any of you guys watching or have watched the uh, uh, special on Netflix? I, did. I started. Oh, you watched the whole thing. I, I started yeah. to watch uh, yeah. it. How is it? I'm in the middle of it now, Case. Um, I found it really compelling. I think, honestly, like as it was going on, I didn't care as much. Yeah. And now that I'm watching yeah. the uh, yeah. Netflix documentary, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of invested in. Well, like it, it just debuted, right? It, yeah, yeah. Well, not that long ago, maybe like a week or so ago. But it's funny, Nick, um, as I'm watching it, and I was not really that involved in everything, yeah. uh, there are so many people that were trying to hitch their wagons to this Very on much social so. media. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are losers, man. Yeah, you know? people commenting on their YouTube yeah. channels and, yeah. and twitching about it. And then the whole night, yeah, people were like live streaming this trial and got really into it. But that actually kind of makes the documentary interesting. Well, I, th- I think I think that's why, too, Nick, because yeah. it was so long and there was it was so much of it that you didn't want to invest that much time into yeah. it. And now you can kind of get it here in however long By the way, there the were... Two swings at that. I mean, they, they had two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they so do both the trials, Steve. Both the trials. Okay. They go back to the beginning of their relationship. So, like, when they met on, I think, is it The Rum Diaries was the uh, name of that uh, movie. Right. And they talk about... We uh, had her in. Yes. To promote that. And he's, he talks uh, yeah. in extensive detail about how he fell in love with her. Um, it's an interesting documentary. And it, it, for me, anyway, it's made me actually care about this trial. Mm. Very pretty. 
Uh, and it's a straight-up documentary, or yeah. is it they're yeah. not reenacting things? Correct. It's, yeah, it's, okay. it's trial footage, and okay. uh, and Steve from Go both of the, from both of the trials. I mean, they they just got go way back uh, to the beginning of their relationship and to where it le- where it led. Uh, I have a couple of wrestling stories, and this is sad news. Wrestling legend Terry Funk, WWE Hall of Famer, has died, and it was announced by Ric Flair on Wednesday. Uh, he wrote, "In my entire life, I've never met a guy who worked harder." Terry Funk was a great wrestler, entertainer unbelievably fearless and a great friend. Rest in peace, my friend. He did a lot of movie work. He was in Roadhouse. I thought that was him, yeah. Yeah, he was in Roadhouse. He was one of the bouncers. He was the biggest of the bouncers, as you would imagine. Mm -hmm. Um, Ric Flair did not reveal the cause of death. Mick Foley added in a tribute on his Instagram page that Funk's daughter had confirmed him the devastating news earlier in the day. He said, we just lost a legend. There will never be another like him. May God bless Terry, his friends, family, and all those who loved him. R.I.P., my dear friend, it was an honor to know you. Funk had initially broken into the wrestling world in 1965 and went on to perform in rings all over the world for the next five decades. He competed in a bunch of different promotions in his career, including All Japan Pro Wrestling, WWE, the WCW, and the ECW, and he held various championship belts at times in most of the organizations as well. So in a couple of movies, and he does it in Roadhouse, when he does that really sort of like, I'm going to rip you apart look, it's scary as hell. Yeah, it's a big dude, so that Uh, was sad news. How did he meet his demise in Roadhouse? Uh, uh, He he choked on an olive. I I, I mean, some people, like, one dude got his throat ripped out, another dude uh, got crushed by a bear. I think he just got knocked out. Out, right? Okay, so yeah, he didn't yeah. die. Mm, um, yeah, well, a lot. A bunch of people weren't killed. Yeah, in the dude who got crushed by the bear didn't die. He didn't die too. No, he was, didn't die. No. The bear just fell on him. The, yeah. the stuffed bear. bear but I, at the very end, maybe a few people were were killed in that last shootout. Yeah, because apparently the guy who got hit by a bear essentially wasn't able to witness everything. Right. Yeah. So, but anyway, I, was I, a, I, I don't know. Case. Dalton's killing spree. <laughs> Hulk Hogan has lifted the lid on his past addiction issues and healthy lifestyle choices that he's made to finally promoted him to kick his toxic habits for good. He was chatting, chatting with Muscle and Health magazine. Yeah, Hulk is on the straight narrow now, Preston. <laughs> and he opened up about the literal beatings he's taken throughout his decades-long wrestling career and the surgeries he's had to endure as a result. And he also detailed his subsequent addiction to prescription painkillers and his struggles with alcohol. Can I tell you? Of the person, sure, it's got a dong like a mag light. Oh my god, like a mag light! Yeah, Jesus. I always thought he didn't. I remember, like, when I was watching wrestling, I'm like, <laughs> No, I was, I was, I was recording when he was uh, on top of, uh, okay, yeah, you were there, Bubba Love Sponge's wife. Uh, you were looking at his uh, pants. Well, you just, I, just all of those wrestlers. Like, where would you fit it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. none of them were. It seemed to be packing a ton of heat down yeah, there, but. Yeah. Uh, he had said, I've had a lot of practice drinking because I wrestled for about 40 years, so those guys have beer every once in a while. Uh, but about seven months ago, he said, I decided not to drink any more alcohol. He said, I was at a New Year's Eve party, saw a bunch of stuff that I didn't condone or like, and I saw myself in this environment. I went, you know what? I don't know how I got here, but I am done. And it was just that one thing. Got to tell you, Preston, he wouldn't use condoms. He would use Pringles cans. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, he said, it feels much better to be so clear-headed, and he's no longer tempted to drink alcohol while also insisting that he doesn't believe that he has an addictive personality. He said, when I'm done, I'm done. He was um, he was a really good interview. We've had him on the yeah. last time when he was telling us about Andre the Giant socking away an entire case of wine in the back of a bus. He added uh, that it hasn't been easy to operate within the same social setting while practicing sobriety, but he's managed to maintain his relationships among his wrestling contemporaries, who can be, quote, a little intimidating by 
by remaining firm in his convictions. He said, I have a lot of friends who like to party, uh, but they no longer try to push alcohol on me. He said, I've had certain wrestlers look at me in the face and go, if you don't have a drink with me, you're not my friend. And he said, well, I am your friend, but I'm not going to drink with you. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Um, when is the the movie coming out? Chris Hemsworth is playing him and DJ Qualls is playing Vince McMahon. Oh, wow. That's perfect casting. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no. Uh, and also, uh, you know, the Iron Sheik passed away uh, yeah. a little while back, but he is still roasting Hulk Hogan on Twitter. It, he just had from one the, yesterday. Beyond the grave? From beyond the grave. Wow. Whoever is handling his Twitter has not let go. Still. That's great. And I don't know if that's like a real hatred or if it's... There's some people, by the way, in the wrestling world, uh, and I was talking about it, Jesse Ventura hates... Hulk Hogan, they used to be the best of friends. Really? But Jesse Ventura says that Hulk Hogan stabbed him in the back. Mm. Uh, One of the side effects of quitting drinking, uh, Hogan claimed, is that it also curbed his appetite for eating junk food at night. And so the weight just started falling off. He said, when I was drinking alcohol, uh, I'd leave for his restaurant, which is Hogan's Hangout, after Monday night karaoke with a belly full of beer beer and shots and liquor. And then I'd go home, sit in front of the TV with popcorn, ice cream, and chocolate. Wow. He said, I'd completely swell up. Uh, He said, I used to look like I've been training chest and back after a food and drink binge on a ton of carbs, alcohol, and sugar. I love that audio of him from that the sex tape because he's complaining that his belly's sticking out too much. Oh, yeah, he's like, I just yeah. ate to feel like a pig. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he's such a pig. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, so apparently he's cleaning his act up. Good, we'll, good. we'll see. He says it's going to last. We'll find out. Priscilla Presley spoke with a Hollywood reporter recently about Priscilla, the forthcoming movie. Hey, what else you say about it, man? Based on her 1985 memoir. She said, I'm so nervous because it's my life. She said, the people who are watching, they're living it with you. And you hope and pray that they get it, that they get your feelings, your hurts, your sensitivity. That's right, man. She also commented on the controversy surrounding her age when she met 24-year-old Elvis as she was only 14 years old at the time. I did right, by her. Wait until she turned 14. Uh, she called it, quote, a different time then. Well, she's right. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times, if you listen to some of uh, older songs, uh, oh, they, they, to teenage, 16, 17, it wasn't uncommon to no. start a relationship with an adult. Uh, oh, it, look at Jerry Lee Lewis, for Christ's sake. What was it, 13, 14-year-old cousin? His own cousin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyhow, we have learned since then that those things are not an appropriate yeah. way to go about. Uh, but he said, she said, when I saw the movie, I tried to separate myself and live it as if I was just a fan or someone that was wanting to see the movie. Uh, at the end, I actually was quite emotional, only being 14. You look back and you go, why me? Why am I here? Why am I driving in a limo going through the gates of Graceland with Elvis? So in the movie Elvis, uh, he, he, she's depicted as being uh, an older soul. <laughs> they, they kind of they mitigate a lot of that, and the way they do it is, is pretty well done. So it doesn't seem like Elvis is dating a, a four-year-old. Mm. But he was dating a 14-year-old. That's right, man. Four would be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. According to Entertainment Tonight, Amazon Prime dropped the trailer for Cassandro on Tuesday, starring uh, Gael Garcia Bernal as the real-life pro-, pro wrestler who became Cassandro, uh, who became uh, famous as an openly gay exotico. I'm not familiar with this story. I have no idea. Yes. I have never heard my own story. Uh, Bad Bunny stars as uh, Philippe. Philippe. uh, One of his love interests in the film. Is Dead Mouse in it? 
Uh, no, Dead Mouth 5 is not in it. Uh, Cassandro will have a limited theatrical lease on September 15th before it hits streaming on September 20th. Do you remember Philippe that was a character in uh, Three's Company when Jack finally opened yeah. his uh, bistro? <laughs> I don't remember Philippe. He was the other chef who hated Jack yeah. when he worked for him. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just remembered <laughs> random that's, things. Well, that's the new movie. <laughs> Philippe the, the Chef. From the makers of Cassandra. <laughs> yeah. Philippe the Chef. Yeah. He hated Jack. <laughs> what was the name of Jack's restaurant? Jack's, Jack's Bistro. Bistro. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they used to go to the Regal Beagle right. before he opened his own place. <laughs> so, writers are continuing to speak out about the realities of the film industry amid the ongoing Writers Guild of America strike. David Ayer, one of the co-writers of the original Fast and Furious script, appeared on Tuesday's episode of The Real Ones podcast and said he hasn't gained anything from the success of the franchise. Uh, he told host uh, Joe Barenthal, which, by the way, I didn't know, or John Barenthal. Yes, I didn't know we love host, him. I yeah. But I didn't know he hosted this podcast. Yeah. He said, biggest franchise in Hollywood, and I don't have any of it. He said, I got nothing to show for it. Nothing because of the way the business works. He also said that he made the movie more diverse. And he said, I'm like, look, I'm I'm not going to take it unless I can set it in L.A. and make it look like the people I know in L.A., right? So then I started, like, writing to in a writing in people of color and writing in the street stuff and writing in the culture and no one knew crap about street racing at the time. Well, that was true. I mean, the the, the whole movie with the original one was supposed to be that lifestyle. That's mm-hmm. where it all came from. Yeah. yeah could they it was maybe, about family. I, hey, listen, I don't watch these shows, so, but uh, can they maybe write into one of their scripts uh, the fallout from when these street races happen? You know what I mean? And they're not. No. Uh, you know, especially down to traveling into space. Yeah. Uh, even even, even yeah. the first one, uh, Case, they they were people actually did straight ra- racing and and the, the I guess the original director was Rob Cohen and they employed CGI for the first time and a lot of the street racing stuff and they were showing things happening inside the car that were just completely yeah. not remotely real. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. They ho- ho- they Hollywoodize it. Yeah, make it uh, a little flashy. Uh, a woman named Iv- Ivy Snitzer. Uh, she is the woman who played Gwyneth. Paltrow's body double in the 2001 film Shallow Howl. Love that movie. And she told The Guardian in a recent interview that she nearly starved to death after starring in the film. Two years after Shallow Howl was released in theaters, uh, Snitzer said that she was technically starving to death from an eating disorder. She said, it didn't occur to me that the film would be seen by millions of people. So was she, was she, she was the, the, the large, large girl. woman. Okay, yeah, she right. said it was like the worst parts about being fat were magnified. Uh, Jack Black's character in the movie, of course, falls in love with a thin Paltrow after being hypnotized to only see the inner beauty of others. Snitzer said that she received a lot of negative attention uh, I guess at the time she said it's not the worst thing in the world to be fat while she was promoting the film. And she commented on how this harassment affected her. She said, I hated my body the way I was supposed to. I ate a lot of salads. I had eating disorders that I was very proud of, she said. And then she says, I, I, I got uh, torsion, like dogs get and then die. I don't know what not torsion Not for me, torsion. T-O-R-S-I-O-N. Mm. And she said, I got torsion like dogs get and then die. Okay. So Torsion maybe? Like being contorted? I do not know. Or, unless this is a typo of some sort. No, I don't think that? so. The action of twisting or stating and being twisted. So I think sometimes torsion. it can happen to your um, intestines. Your yeah. Yeah. yeah, I actually had that. Uh, um, food poisoning did that to me. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so she said it was it was tough on her, which is um, uh, which is too bad. If you've never seen that movie, it is a wonderful movie. The message is wonderful, and I love when he goes back to the uh, the the clinic and he sees the little girl that he thinks yeah doesn't realize that she has had uh, facial burns. She's a burn victim. Yeah. 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 It's well done. And then finally, Entertainment Tonight reports that the official trailer for the fourth installment of The Expendables was released yesterday. <laughs> yeah, the star studded <laughs> and action packed film features <laughs> Sylvester Sloan, uh, Megan Fox, uh, Jason Stanley, Will ya? <laughs> uh, 50 Cent, and more. And it is set to hit theaters on September 22nd. Uh, the first one was a lot of fun. Uh, I- if you're in the right mood, I guess they all work. But I, the first one, as with many of these, is the best of the lot. All right. Uh, we're ready to hit the clips now. So here we go. Depp versus Heard. We were just talking about this. Looks back at the celebrity court case that captured the world's attention in 2022. And here Depp's lawyer, Camille Vasquez, reflects on the media frenzy that surrounded the case. While we were there inside doing our jobs, we didn't really understand the impact this case was having on social media. Towards the end, we started getting messages or people sending us things, but... Really, for the most part, we had no idea that there was this media social storm brewing outside. I want to see you naked. <laughs> Depp versus Heard is available now on Netflix. You remember the big rumor was that they were an item, a romantic item. Oh, him, his, uh, yeah, and Depp, or Depp and her, yeah. Here's the next clip. In the Lost Flowers of Alice Hart, a young Australian girl is sent to live with her grandmother, Sigourney Weaver, after the sudden death of her parents. And in this clip, director Glendon Ivan uh, talks about handling the story's violent themes. There is some very tricky material in the Lost Flowers of Alice Hart. Uh, there's a lot of violence. Uh, and from a directorial point of view, I definitely didn't want to create images that felt like it was just adding to more violence against women. We found different ways to explore it. I don't I don't want to I don't think I want to see it. The Lost Flowers of Alice Hart is now on Amazon Prime Video. And there you go. That's our last story in the Entertainment Report. Uh, I would like to reiterate this. I'm going to hit this a few times today that uh, tomorrow morning and on Monday morning we are sending out the President Steve cooling caravan uh, with our friends at Duncan. And if you have an outdoor workspace, you've got a crew and you want to start off the day with some iced coffee, we can set you up. I know it's not crazy hot right now, but it doesn't matter. You still get to have a wonderful beginning of the day, um, email, or not emails, just go to PrestonSteve.com. You can get entered. There you go. And we're going to pick a couple of sites for tomorrow and for Monday so the gang could swing by and stop off some goodies, uh, drop off some goodies from our friends at Dunkin'. So make sure that you do that now. If you know somebody who works outside with a crew, let them know about this. Just go to PrestonSteve.com as the information is right there. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back in just a moment. So stay with us. As the kids get ready to go... Back to school here at 93.3 WMMR. We're once again honing our skills in the art of alphabetizing. MMR's Back to School A to Z returns. It's a can't-miss annual tradition where we play back thousands of different songs alphabetically by title. It's two weeks' worth of no-repeat hits, album tracks, those oh-wow songs, and many titles of dubious artistic merit. Preston and Steve kick it off next Thursday at 9 a.m. MMR's Back to School A to Z. 
From the station that doesn't feel tardy, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. So we started uh, earlier this morning the news. There was a story about uh, this thing called skip lagging. Uh, we had touched on this a couple of weeks ago where it's where you essentially buy a um, an airline ticket that's a connecting flight. Uh, but the connect that you make is actually your destination. And the reason that you would do that is because sometimes connecting flights uh, to other cities that are, believe it or not, further away are cheaper than a direct flight to that city that you end up having the connection in. So it's more let's say, than you let me, think. Let me give an example. Let's say you want to fly to Charlotte, uh, North Carolina, which is a standard yep, yep. place to stop for a connecting flight. Um, but you end up purchasing a flight to uh, Atlanta. Because it's cheaper, the connecting flight, it would be cheaper for you to, uh, rather than buying a direct flight to Atlanta, it would be cheaper to get a connecting flight through Charlotte when you actually just want to go to Charlotte. Charlotte, uh-huh. right? Uh, or I'm sorry, a direct flight, rather than a direct flight to Charlotte, a connecting flight to Atlanta. So, um that apparently is against their company policies, and there was a kid that was banned a while back from flying on American Airlines for that, and then the reason it came up this morning is because there was a website, essentially, that was a, a kind of a travel agency that would do it for you. <laughs> uh-huh. now, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Was the issue that the airline has or continues to have uh, with this is that conceivably, so that seat is left empty mm-hmm. from the connecting to the actual destination, and they... Is it that they could sell that yes, seat? Yes, of course it is. Right. Yeah. But the seat is already technically purchased. sold. Yeah. Right, but if they purchase the ticket to the, the connecting city, then they now have another ticket they can uh, sell. Right, but, but it'd be like to you've me. You've taken it over. Like at a restaurant taking, well, you're not going to finish this. Do you mind if I sell it to the next <laughs> table? I'll, yes. I'll give you an example, though, Steve. So, uh, And I shared the story before, but I booked round-trip tickets from Philadelphia to uh, San Diego. Right. And the, what I did was, the, it was a Southwest Airline. The, there was a, a stop in Vegas. Right. I was meeting friends in Vegas. It was cheaper for me to buy round trip to San Diego, but I got off the plane in Vegas. What Southwest could have done is sold my seat from Vegas to San Diego. Right. And so that would have right. been uh, a ticket for them on that flight I got you. that Un- I had purchased. Unrelated question. Mm-hmm. If you go to a restaurant and they put bread on the table and nobody touches the bread, does the server take that back and no. they serve that again? No. Why? Yeah. Nobody touched it. I have no. every confidence. Nobody touched it. They bring it back and serve it again. No, they no, might. they don't. They might. might. There's anyway. some no place, way. Casey, yeah. you... They might. Anything on the table has to get... Has to. It's suggested. It's a waste but of But you food. mean to tell no, me you untouched? You, didn't, you, you definitely opened it up and checked it out. And you're, you know, oh what I'm my saying? god! And, I opened it up and checked it out. <laughs> yeah. Not then take after your hands touched it and go give it to somebody no, else. Listen, you're listen, ridiculous. Right, listen, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but I'll tell you this: I would not want bread that was on someone else's table to end That's up. That's why I don't tell you. However, <laughs> however, I, I will guarantee you that I've eaten bread that was on someone right. else's yeah. table in I'm all sorry. my years of eating. Yeah. Did not mean to open up a can of worms there, because right. there's another worm out there. That I mean, if I'm given more ketchup packets that I need at like a fast food restaurant. I'll just put the ketchup packets back. Yeah, yeah that's know. not that's not open. That's still yeah, but they touch the they it. touch the container. Well, yes, yeah. but that is a whole other issue. That has nothing to do with mm. like uh, the health department. Yeah. So we're asking getting life back to the, Yes, getting right. back to the Sorry. plane ticket. Why not just sell you Nick the ticket to Vegas cheaper than? Well, yes. Of well, course. this you is the, it's the mechanics of how they book the flights, the yeah. schedules, the availability. And what happens is, this is a way that it works better for the airlines to do this. Mm. 
now they're caught by their own system. And I don't see, again, like I've always said, we talked earlier, if you can count cards and you're doing nothing illegal, yeah. then you should be able to do that. But um, they can also, as a business owner, yeah. set the parameters. And uh, this is they don't like when you do that. But I love to hear about these workarounds, right? Something that is not illegal. Right. right. And that's it what is, we're saying. It's it is just a loophole. Technically not illegal. Yeah. Part of it might be that all of a sudden you have an unaccounted for passenger who was on part of this flight. Who's not there. And now they're not there. And you know, you and think, that might raise some type of suspicion, a legal issue. Sure. Security. Something happened. Why did they get off the flight? Exactly. Yeah. And and why why are you not reporting this to authorities? You know, they, they, they may fall under that umbrella as well. Right. That may be part of the of the whole equation of this whole thing. It's or the phenomenon you, of the thrifty terrorist. Or if you had, like, a dumbass checked a bag, you know what I mean? And yes. all of a sudden your bag goes yes. on to Atlanta. Right. And, well, that's know, what I they say know. you can't do. If you're checking a bag, it's not going to work for you. Right. Right. Definitely not. Yeah. Right. yeah. But I, I would love to hear about more workarounds about saving money that, that's not illegal. Because, like I said, I, I buy damaged packages. Like, when I'm getting a bigger ticket right, item right, at like yeah. a hardware store. A uh, hardware store? I will, uh, I will look for a box that is damaged. I won't damage it myself because that is illegal. And then you go to what I've, what I've heard is, it, let's say you're in the fencing section. Uh, you go to the person that's, like, managing the fencing section because they'll, they'll be able to take more money off. I thought you meant the sport. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. no. The, uh, the dude standing there with the foil. Yeah. Uh, they can take more money I'm off than the person at the uh, register. So, like, the, the person at the uh, in the fencing section could take $30 off where the guy at the uh, the register might only be able well, to take $25 off. As a hack, or as a, wor- as a workaround, like exploiting mm-hmm. something like this. Is is this technically that like if you were to open up the box yourself? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't do that. Yeah. That's illegal. When you are uh, right. when you are the one tampering with the product, right? That is illegal because a lot of these sit right in a gray area that yeah. they don't know how to really oversee, and savvy customers can exploit it. Right. Okay, so and we wanted to throw this out there. How do you game the system? How do you what, game the system? What, what's your your angle on? Getting a discount, getting something free. What's your angle? By the way, I want to point this out. This is a text from somebody that says, we can't do the skip lagging, yet airlines purposely overbook. Yes! Yes! Exactly. That is, that's a bunch of crap. That's a a great point. I totally agree with that. 100%. Well, and listen, it is a, the skip lagging is a gray area. So like we said, it's, it's not illegal. You can do it. You, you can, you can book that and you can do it, but you risk the airline saying, okay, you can no longer fly with us. So, you know, if you want to take that risk, you can do it. By the way, we overbooked the flight. Yeah. (laughs) There's, um, I mean, I know that I, that there's loopholes that, you know, especially like when, when it comes to shopping and discounts and things like that, I, you know, nothing illegal, um, you know, other than like stealing. <laughs> right, no, yeah. no, just uh, like on broadway, you, yeah, you just have some stuff. crafty techniques. Yeah, so, I would imagine, and, and like a lot, like stuff that I did when I was younger is now like kind of standard. So like price matching, and and it's really up to the the person, the consumer, to actually get the information and go to the store and say, hey, I found this much cheaper. But most stores will do that. Like if you purchase something and it's cheaper at another store instead of returning it and then going to the other store and buying it there for cheaper, you can just go to them within it's usually a two week period, but you just go to them and say, hey, here's the advertisement for you know the appliance at Best Buy. They're selling it for $200 cheaper and they will credit you. Well, 
You know, like, so if you want to go on, like, on a basic, really rudimentary basic level, if you go in, like, Casey, I remember you had an issue with going into a fast food place, and people would put, they would, they would get in line, and, and oh, technically, and it's not illegal to put your jacket down, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was at uh, the the place around the corner here. <laughs> right. It wasn't, wasn't fast food, but it's a fast casual. Right. But, yeah, uh, we're all standing in line, and then somebody, before they got in line, uh, put a diaper, uh, yeah. a clean diaper, on the table to reserve the table, and I'm like, dude, don't even get me started. I know that's the putting the towel on the on the, the freaking chair, chair yeah. at that pool at the resort, and yeah. you're not. What about? Hold on, suck wait, it. Wait, let me ask you because I you, hate you. I do. You're, I you're strangling old a woman short, one time. You're a shore person now. What about going to the beach and setting yourself up at the beach and then leaving? Oh, I don't care about that. <laughs> it's the same thing. Uh, you're getting the prime well, spot you're, ta- on the you're beach. talking about miles of of. Uh, well, not not always. Sometimes it's like you know. In Wildwood, I, I've never experienced it. Yeah, uh, yeah. In Wildwood, you got <laughs> you, uh, you have the Sahara uh-huh. Desert to choose from <laughs> exactly. as far as sand goes. It, so there. where we go is not as yeah. as big, and yeah. and you know sometimes people go completely. I mean, set up with big, large tents. Get you know, get their area, leave, and then come back two hours later with all the kids. So yeah, what I about seen that. what about buying a floor model of something? Um, I do that all the time. So yeah. to do me, you really? the, well, I, I should say I used to do that. And it, it, the big thing used to be, I had up in, uh, in New York. We had uh, PC Richards. You remember Kathy? And uh, uh, was it the Wiz and all this? If you just went in and you would look at a floor model, and if it had like a nick on it or yeah, something, sure. mm-hmm. or there's a, and. Uh, Completely functional, completely, you know, a brand, like a brand new TV, except for Nick. See how much for that? Um, to me, that that's. Uh, I, that's I, I, I'm not exploiting that oh, no. game of the system. But if you were to return it mm. and get oh, a, a brand new one or something like that, that's well, that would be gaming the system. Yeah. Well, this and so is this gaming the system or is this uh, just straight up stealing? When <laughs> stealing for a moment. Uh, you mean hot wiring a car? For a minute. Yeah, for a minute. Or, you're, you're, borrowing. Borrowing. I found, borrowing. The, I, f- I found this car. Still when borrowing. you go, so I've because I've heard about this for for the Super Bowl, people will go to oh, yeah. the big box store. They yeah. will quote unquote oh, yeah. buy a giant television, oh, oh. watch the Super Bowl, and then return the TV. I the just, next day. I, I kind of think that's scuzzy. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Like, wait, that's like buying something, wearing it, reattaching the tags, and and taking Have it back, you ever done or just that? not taking I, the tag off. I no. I if I well, don't you buy? Don't you buy a whole bunch of? St- What's your What's your scam? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, what? There's um, something you do where you like buy a whole bunch and then return a lot of it. Aren't you like the return queen? Oh, I'm the return queen, but that's not. I try it on. Oh, right. I, I won't go to the store and shop. I shop online. I try it on at my house. It doesn't work, and I, I return it. All right. I don't wear it out and then return it. <laughs> okay. However, I have worn shoes and taken them back to the store, but I was honest with them because they were the most uncomfortable shoes, and I was like, I can never wear these. These mm. shouldn't be on anyone's feet, and they took okay. them back. But the the TV thing, it's scuzzy, but that's a that's a good mm-hmm. system gamer. That's right a, I'll, t- I'll tell you, a lot of professional photographers <laughs> do and it's in fact i know that they when we were doing the calendars you you get the clothing you hide the tag the uh, models wear it and then you return it oh i mean is yeah, that like so, a constant yeah like like um stylists right. who you know yeah. who do different like fashion shows and stuff like that i mean yeah but also a lot of times the stores are in on it and they know that oh, the people are wearing that. the clothes Sometimes okay. it depends on the size. Our our calendar shoots. Right, they would 
unless it was an undergarment, they would hide the tag or even sometimes take it off and then reattach the tag and return that. They weren't buying all that stuff. Right, right. Um, Oh, man, there was a a call that was up there that we missed. It was somebody saying they had a layover in London, and uh, I guess they were late getting back, and they held the plane for them. Oh. So that could be kind of an issue if you're doing the skip lagging thing. If you're doing a skip lagging thing, why not just tell the the hey, listen, uh, I'm getting off here. I don't want to fly anymore. Well, I can no, but that skip. I I I, really like it here. Yeah, yeah. I've I've, I've changed my mind. I've never been to Charleston. (laughs) I I love it. I was going to Miami. Yeah, but I'm going to give Charleston a shot. This is just adorable. Let me ask you: (laughs) Is Raleigh Durham always like this? Because I love it. (laughs) Uh, All right. So here's some text coming in. Um, this one says, go to a BOGO sale and then go back and return just one of them. Oh. So you're getting the price. Yeah. Two items. Yeah, but. No. Well, well, that, that, see, a lot, of the, a lot of that stuff doesn't work anymore because you have to have your receipt or they even sometimes they'll just, if you don't have your receipt, they scan your credit card that you use and they can find your purchase and they can see that you. Have you, know, you ever exploited a BOGO sale for this? No, because no, you, you really can't. I mean, can't. Unless, unless you're just returning it and using your license and getting store credit, then maybe I guess that's how you do it. But now you gotta, you'll have to buy something else. In I got gotcha. you. All right, here's a scam of getting in and out of uh, New York, and uh, it's it's essentially it's uh, it's gaming the the tolls. Oh, uh, there are horrible tolls in and out of New York. This says anytime I have to go to Long Island, if I have time, I take the Verrazano Bridge, and I know you've talked about that a million times, Steve. On the way up, because it's free eastbound. Then on the way home, I go over the Brooklyn Bridge, which is free into Manhattan. And then out the Holland Tunnel, which is free in New Jersey, probably adds time, it says, but saves me around $40. So they're they're right on that. I would rather drive through a volcano (laughs) than than take that way out, you know. But yeah, but yes, you can say that's how crazy the tolls are. That's gaming the system. Uh, I will go to Josh. Hi, Josh. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Josh? Hey, yeah, I was just, I was listening to you guys. I was driving in and uh, I just got done building a bar out back of my house and I went to Lowe's like repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. And, you know, it's like 150 bucks every time. Yeah. So I started, I always had to bring my kids with me. So I brought my kids with me and I was like, well, you know what? And how about you girls just go ask them if they can get a discount? And so I usually try to find like the sweetest old lady or, <laughs> or, or someone that they could be like, oh, you have a really nice watch. And they're like, oh, that's just so cute. Uh, How's twenty percent? And I was like, sure. They probably saved. So, me so let me let me just understand here. So, you you would send Josh? You'd send your kids up to like the register and or yeah, a, just have a salesperson. Them, have them, yeah, because they're like five and seven, so they'd be like helping push and like, oh, you're trying to help dad. They're like, yeah. Like, are there any discounts? So, and you're standing there. So it's not like your kids are going up and go, we're, we're building a bar. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to have to serve dad beer out of it. No. <laughs> I, I could see using your kids. Using your kids. As, um, it's like going out to the park and using a puppy to get attractive yeah, exactly. women to come over. Yeah. But yeah, they were just like, I got out to the car. I'm like, hey, kids, thanks for that. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, you just saved dad like $300. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize it was that effective. I love wow. it. Thank yeah. you, Josh. Nice that, work. That is a good idea. I do like that. Some stores um, will give you a discount like if you don't have the actual coupon or coupon code. And I'll ask. Like I know the ones that will say, well, hold on. And they look to see if they've got the code to yeah. scan. And yeah. they kind of help you out. Yeah. No, that, I, I've had that happen a few times. And that's, that's always nice. Hey, when you do go to like a Lowe's or a Home Depot, 
they ask you if you're military, uh, and I never say yes because I was never in the military. Yes, I'm a when <laughs> I was in the MMR, <laughs> I was in the MMR, but I wasn't even ever in the MMR. I was a street squad well, you member. To, you have to have ID. Do you? Have, oh, that's yeah. what, that was because I've never done that. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't well, sure if they asked you for give, ID. A lot of places give teachers discounts too. You have to have like your work ID. On okay. You. Yeah. All right. Because I think Wawa gives away free coffee for teachers uh, yeah. certain months or whatever, and is it, they ask for an ID, a teacher yeah, ID. Like oh, you do have teacher, to be okay. Yeah, okay. Their badge or I, whatever. That's not if you've school. just taught somebody something. Well, <laughs> hang on a second, Kyle. Come here real quick, because Kyle actually served in the Air Force. Yes. So he would know. Have you ever been? All right. You can come around to this mic. So yeah, because you can take advantage of discounts and and specials at various places. Do you you use uh, the discounts? Always. Whenever whenever I can. But Home Depot doesn't do that anymore. They don't? They have it on very, um, you have to, it's it's not as simple as presenting your ID as it used to be. Because I used to do that all the time. But now you have to uh, put your ID into some sort of thing on the app and present it and, and so it's it's more of a headache than so there is a way for that person at that register to verify that you are a, a, indeed a veteran yeah yeah but it's it's a multi-step process that gets confusing now kyle what if you sang to them real briefly <laughs> i mean hey, yeah, i used to yeah, be yeah. in the army <laughs> you can do the that. Air Force. that might be confusing. i served our country well but I always ask. I was like, any chance you have a veteran's discount yeah. or a military discount? And a lot of places don't. Right. Like Walmart or Home Goods. Lowe's Home Goods. does, I think. Yeah, I, Lowe's I, definitely does. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't, I don't go to Lowe's as much. Home Depot is much closer to me. Kyle, I need appliances. <laughs> I'll buy you lunch if you go with me and we use your discount. Do you get, brilliant do you idea. get, do you get <gasps> rented, basically, yeah. by people? You want because, to borrow my it, it isn't that like <laughs> stolen valor? It, it looks kind of like you, you Kathy. No, no it's borrowed. Valor. <laughs> then I, yeah. I would no. I would feel bad if I if I tried to use it on my. But if you were with me, why not? Is borrowed okay. valor is bad? Borrowed valor valor is not so good. I think even still, dude. But I was no, looking if, into, if your yeah. friend is in the military, yeah. they go with you and they want to help you out. They've earned that right. Yeah. Serving for our country. My ex girlfriend used to tell uh, people. At the register, I'm married to a veteran. Oh, yeah. Can oh, I get a discount? That's like uh, the oh, Seinfeld episode where they go get the dry cleaning discount because the wife gets, you know, the wife right. has the, the membership or whatever. Yeah, you can do that. Was that, just... the, was that the porn star? No, no, no. no. no it was, stripper. It was a stripper. stripper. Yeah. Had, the porn no, star no, had no. way more morals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, thank you, Kyle. All right. Line four, you're saying, Case? Yeah. All right. Let me go to Harry. Um, we got him on the line. Do we have Harry's? Uh... We do. Okay. Hey! Hey, Harry, good morning. Preston? Preston? Bill Weston version of it. All right, what's up, bud? Thank you very much. How you doing? Um, so my wife turned me on to this app called the Fetch app. And in this app, you go you uh, they have, like, you, you take pictures. It's one of those receipt-clicking apps, and you when you... Take a picture of your seat, you get a certain amount of points. Particularly if you get certain items, you get a lot more points. Those points eventually add up to you getting um, like fifty dollars gift cards from Amazon or other places. So, but it's not you're not you're not gaming the system. You're not right. I mean, that well, here's that, the, that here's the here's the thing. You can return. You don't have to keep like fifteen dollars worth of cheese. You can get you can return all this stuff a day later to Giant, and then hello, you got the points. You get the fifty dollars gift card. Oh, I see. So you're getting the reward system and you're not being docked for the rewards when you return the stuff. 
Bingo. Are you right. sure? Yeah, Does don't it only work with cheese? You don't like this cheese? Two, yeah. two $100 gift cards from Amazon, and I and I returned everything that I, I bought that day later. Do you have any uh, cheese on you still? Yeah. A little bit. Okay. Don't do that with do me a favor at the register. Yeah. There's a guy I'm reading as a cheese swapper. <laughs> yeah. Go out and check him out. Hey, Harry, just do me a favor and don't do return perishable items. Do the non-perishable This milk, yeah. I don't like <laughs> uh, but Not a fan of this milk. So my wife well, worked with a guy who would, thanks, get, Harry. He would He would go to pawn shops to buy gift cards. You mentioned this. Yeah. 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 So uh, he would go to the pawn shop and buy a $100 um, Home Depot gift card for 80 bucks or 75 bucks or something like that. What yeah. was the freak? Sometimes these are cards that are, that are the, the, the big scam is cards that have nothing really on them. Yeah, but yes. there is a way yeah. that you can. I mean, you, if you go to the website and you type in the number, it'll tell you what the There's balance. There's a cheese the, app I use that does. <laughs> yeah, it'll tell you what the balance on the card is. Now, the pawn shop should do that before they T- take it in. Yeah, take yeah. it in. But um, real quick, uh, this is an interesting. Text says recently had a vacation to St. Thomas. My girlfriend found it way cheaper for us to fly into Puerto Rico two days early, stay at a hotel in Old San Juan for two nights, then fly to St. Thomas, and we did the same thing on the way back and the airfare with hotels was still half the cost of direct round trip flights from Philly to St. Thomas. Oh my that's, god. That's brilliant. It probably, that was, it probably was also the day they were flying too. Maybe. Yeah. You know I mean? Had Friday. something to do with it. Yeah. yeah. I love travel hacks like that. Like to me that's that's well worth it. And yeah. yeah I mean and, and you, you saving, get a different destination too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and save, saving several hundred dollars. If you watch a lot of airplane movies watch like flight and try to pass yourself off as a co-pilot. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You don't usually end up doing anything. They're good. So, yeah. Right. All right. Hang on. Uh, Glenn has been on hold for 17 minutes <laughs> and wants to go back to the bread thing oh, I you, talk, you brought up at hold. the beginning of the conversation. <laughs> so let me go to Glenn. Hi, Glenn. Good morning. What's up, Glenn? Gadzooks to every one of you. Gadzooks, buddy. We appreciate it. Uh, Very popular. I will not mention the name in Delco Restaurant. Years Uh ago, my aunt, my uncles (laughs) went there the first time a couple of them went there. Uh They were sitting there. They ordered their food, the bread, the salad came. My uncle opened up the bread and said, wow, look at this. They buttered the rolls (laughs) for you here. Oh, my God. (laughs) The rolls came from some other place or somebody at a table. (laughs) Someone at another table table had buttered the bread (laughs) and they got caught (laughs) passing a Man. See, yes, I, it's already buttered. My all my all belief were already buttered. Yeah, my belief is it. My belief is that happens more than you would think. If it is an unaccosted mm-hmm. basket of bread that no one at the table has touched, yeah. I can't see them throwing it out. Well, that it seems in, wasteful. That was in Delaware County. They, we don't do that in Bucks uh, County. Um, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, wait, hold on. There. Go ahead, Glenn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been to other places and I've had that done before in Bucks and- County. No. Uh, close. No, no way. way. Uh, <laughs> no, see? Bucks County. It was close. <laughs> close right. enough to be Bucks County. Appreciate it, Glenn. Thanks for holding too, man. All right. All right. We'll see you later. Okay. Uh, other hacks. Let me see. I've, I'm sorry. I have not been reading these. Uh, go, to the, go to Michelle. I want to hear the... Uh, uh, the Ulta? Yeah, yeah, the Ulta hacks. All right. Let's go to her then. Hi, Michelle. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Michelle? So my sisters and I, it's the three of us, 
We all use the same Ulta Rewards number. Okay. So we do like the, we keep it at the platinum level, diamond level, whatever the highest is. We go, we all shop there under the same number. You get points with Ulta when you shop. You do the five times the points when you're a diamond member. So we save up the points. Right now, I think we have close to a thousand dollars in rewards. Mm-hmm. Wow. And we wait until we get a 20% off coupon and then we get $1,000 worth of Oh, wow. And you use the 20% off so you're getting Correct. even so, more. So you, and then yeah. you split it amongst the three so you're both getting you know, approximately $333 worth of yep. stuff. Yep. Michelle, can I get on the sister account? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's actually, and you're not doing anything. It, uh, <sighs> Unless it unless, unless it states it in their yeah. in their agreement that it can only be one person, person. or non transferable yeah. or I non. Mean, I enter my mom's Thanks, phone number at CVS. I don't go to CVS enough to like have my own account for points. Right. So I enter my mom. So I guess she gets those like nine mile long coupons. Yeah. Somebody your liver in, pills are in. Uh, somebody texted in and said that uh, when they buy movie theater tickets, they always do the senior citizen purchase. Yeah. And they said they've no one ever checked. never once checked or the child anytime they've gone. So. Yeah, the child thing. That's a good idea. So, like on a remote app, like on a Fandango yeah. ticket purchase, yeah. they just use the senior citizen thing? I guess so. There, There is um, the, one of the movie theaters that we go to that you, you have to purchase before you go there. There's never anybody there. And even if they're, if, if you go without a ticket, there's like a kiosk and you purchase there. Is it so one I, of those adult film houses? No, or? no, no. It's a regular movie theater. Oh. But there is also never anyone at the front checking your ticket. So, like, technically, we could walk in, <laughs> not purchase a ticket. It and go to the theater. Like, Kathy, you're talking about one of the classic hacks that is... I mean, um, I assume it's no one overtly needs to say it, but you could leave the one theater and go into another. Oh, 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 oh well, the there's time. a... Yeah, everybody's oh, yeah. done that, right? Yeah, now, that's... Most definitely. That's... It's understood that you paid for one and you're supposed to just see one of movie, course, but I can't course. tell you... I, I did it for the same movie once. I went and saw when when uh, Phantom Menace came yeah. out, Episode One. I went and saw it in the theater. And I'm like, I want to see this again because it was the first Star Wars thing in you know 17 years or whatever. I'm like, oh, we're gonna go check it out twice. Did you just stay yeah. seated? No, no, no. I just went to another theater in oh, that okay. movie theater. Yeah, okay, yeah, the old King of Prussia theater. All right. Uh, well, here- got, wait, real quick. When I remember when I watched the end of oh, yeah. what was the football movie? Um, Not the blind Invincible. Side. Any given Sunday? It might have been. It was invincible. Okay, okay. I watched the end of it. I walked into the theater. We sat down. We had our popcorn and soda and whatever. And we realized we were watching the end of the movie. Oh, we you thought the, you were coming in for previews or last something? Last scene. <laughs> oh, no. and because it was playing so much in the theater. So after, you usually don't say it was filmed in Panavision in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, so afterwards, we got up and we went to the other theater and watched the full movie. <laughs> <laughs> we, we knew what happened in the end. Uh, here's text says, I saw a TikTok that explained if you buy hotel points, and use that for your hotel stay that it is cheaper than what you would normally do than where you would normally pay. Well, yeah, that's what they yeah. that's what they want you to do. They, well, they, you'd be supposed to get cheese. They end up giving you better deals with that. Uh, this says um, uh, this one AutoZone thinks I'm a veteran. Never told them I was but always give me the discount. <laughs> is that stolen valor? <laughs> and, and it's borrowed valor, valor, right, Case? Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's borrowed uh, yeah, valor. To me, I, I, yes, I don't think I could, uh, I would have the hubris or the, the balls to do that. But What, what if like you don't get charged for something at the store and, and you realize it and you know you walk out with it and you know that they didn't charge it. Did you just take it or you go back in and say, by the way, you I, forgot to scan I realize them. how lax they are. I go in and take more. Yeah. Chris, <laughs> remember when they gave you uh, because of who you are, they gave you that bread at the Red Stone? 
<laughs> oh, no, they recognized me. Yeah. It, was, it was a dessert. It was, uh, it was his breakfast dessert. And apparently they give that to everyone. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I guess this is what you deal with when you're a celebrity. <laughs> you know, Redstone was closed for months. Yeah, they back uh, open? They just reopened, okay. yes. Oh, uh, right. Health department came in, passed everything, and they opened, I think it was either this week or last week. They had a fire or something. They right? had a fire, yeah. yeah. I need you to stop talking. <laughs> don't want you to stop giving okay. them free plugs. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Um, <laughs> Who, Redstone? Yeah. Oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Uh, let me, hang on a second, let me go to, we're talking about kind of gaming the uh, the system. Uh, I will go to Joe, Joe C, on the line. Hey, Joe, good morning. Good morning, you guys rock. Hi, Hi. bud, what's up, man? Hey, so uh, I moved into a house about a year and a half ago, and I didn't continue to pay for the trash service that the previous owner was using. Just recently, within like the last three months, I just started putting the can out with trash, and they just started picking it up because all my neighbors <laughs> use that same service, <laughs> and they just pick up my trash for free. So I'm just well, free yeah, trash. stop yeah. and think about it. now. Technically. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're you're not, but there's there's no delineation. They're right? coming through anyway. They're coming through anyway. Well, and is it is it still their old trash cans? It, it is their old trash can. Yeah. Right. yeah so they, so they think, it and it's it's all like you sign up for your own service where I live. Like they don't collect tax for trash collection, so everyone has different companies in the area. Right. And yeah, they just been picking up for free. You know where I do see this being an issue <laughs> when when companies and businesses have dumpsters and people will That's go dumb, and throw their yeah. garbage oh, yeah. out yeah. in dumpsters. They do that to Wilson's all the time. Right. And so they're paying to have that, their own, you know, stuff hauled away. And then it gets filled up with people who are throwing it in. And that's, you're basically stealing from them. The trash can thing reminded me of a bit I've seen. It was like on an Instagram where the guy was telling his wife, he's saying, look, I I set these dirty clothes out. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, (laughs) they're cleaning. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm doing that. (laughs) By the way, age old question. (laughs) And I'm going to ask it again. How do you throw out a garbage can? Right, put it I in know. a giant trash bag. Oh no, you know what? Uh, I had to do it. I just, I literally wrote "trash" really big on it. Yeah, okay. and didn't you put anything in. Yes, I know it's for trash. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what am I, an idiot? Yeah, yeah. that's uh, my job. Uh, let me go to. This is an old scam, I think, uh, and I never did it. But let me go to Joe. Hey, Joe. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. What's happening? So uh, when I used to buy physical games, I would go to GameStop. I would buy the games used because they had a seven-day return policy. I would play the game and try to complete it in seven days and then return the game. (laughs) You could. could. Some games you could actually beat in seven days. So only on the used games would you get that policy? Yeah, only on the used games with a seven-day return policy. So he he was gaming the game system. Yeah. Yeah. And if you get a fairly new used game, it would still cost you, you know, 30 bucks or whatever. So uh, that's, yeah, I'm sure that people have done that. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it, bud. I was talking to Pancake about this last week, but uh, when I used to buy CDs at the wall, you you would get that sticker that they would put on there. And Mm -hmm. if you had another CD that had scratches on it or was skipping or whatever, you could take the CD off of the one jewel case. I mean, the sticker off the one jewel case, (laughs) put it on the other and return it. Do you remember? the insurance policy that they would offer if if, if you want to take out our scratch policy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like $15 get, extra. Yeah, getting a warranty on a CD. <laughs> what about buying the CD, burning that CD to another CD, and then yeah. returning, returning it? Yeah. yeah. Could you do that with movies? 
Yes. Like, uh, yeah, like uh, VHS tapes, right? You could yeah. you, you tape could, a tape. Now, unless it was coded uh, in such a way, but if you, there, right. there are all sorts of machines. I have a, a Blu-ray player in my house that can, can make, it can make toast. It can do, <laughs> it can do everything. So yeah, you could crack those codes. I have Rob who's on the line. Hi, Rob, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Sorry for bothering you guys. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. What's up? Hey, so I used to live down in uh, Cape May, down in your area. We used guys were in in Wildwood. Yeah. And I worked at the Home Depot. Okay. So one of the biggest things that we saw were people coming down, renting for a couple weeks, buying grills. And then the policy is a 30-day return policy with a receipt and then bring it back. We had somebody bring them back with cheeseburgers still on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Dude. Do you say no or do you not even care? Hey, it's the policy. You call manager. You know, most of the time, if they had the cheeseburgers, you know, they're like, look, you know. But if you if they brought it back and were like, hey, it wasn't cooking right. There's something wrong with it. They would return it. They give or no. they would try to give you a gift card, but it's another sale, so they didn't care. Yeah. Wow. So and honestly, no kidding. And by the way, to have the balls to come back and it has like grease and stuff on it, bring yeah. it back at least in a modestly acceptable state. Yeah, but that's sort of stuff. Most of the stuff they own, so it's like they return it, throw it in a dumpster, and then they return and get a, a a new one anyhow. Yeah. Oh wow. All right. Thanks, Rob. These, these condoms were uncomfortable. That's a big the thirty day. I guess so. You know, if you if you're having a technical problem with it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty standard. You can scam it though. I mean, and once you start using a grill, it's going to get dirty and all. But they yeah. resell that. But you know, it's also like you have to go out of your way then to pack it back up, mm-hmm. take it back. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, but <laughs> like, it's like going to save you three hundred and some odd dollars. Yeah, I know. It but might like, be worth it to somebody. Like how you hate going to do returns, Preston. Like oh, God, that's yeah. what this is. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what this is. It's like you you have to go out of your way to then get your money back. There was a piece of equipment I got. It was a solar um, thing for the for the pool. And it was, uh, and I did not realize that if you took it out of the water and left it anywhere near the sun, it was, the mechanism was running and burning itself out. I didn't realize that. So I'm like, this goddamn thing stopped working. And I, I sent an email to the company. He sent me a brand new one. And then, then I realized. Uh, what you had done. Yeah. And then, so I'm still conflicted about. No, do, do, you keep it. <laughs> because, yeah, it was my fault. Mm. All right. Uh, let me go to one more call and then we will wrap it up. Let me see. There was one that I saw here and yeah, we'll go to, uh, we'll go to Pete here real quick. Hey, Pete. Good morning, sir. Good morning. What's up, buddy? So I worked at Campbell's Soup for about uh, two and a half years and they had a gym there that uh, as an employee you had to pay for. So I paid every three months and so I paid for the first three months and then they had a weight loss program and and the woman who was in charge said, ah, well, you know what? It's kind of open to every employee. You don't have to pay. So I'll just mark it down when the program's over. Then you start paying. Well, she left. And uh, (laughs) they never realized their mistake. So I continued to work out there for two years without having to pay for the gym. Wow. That's amazing. So that's an oversight. That's not really a hack. gaming the system. But it is kind of cool that it broke your way. But you didn't. He didn't bring it to their, do it. He didn't te- bring it to their. He attention. just said he was a, an yeah, Iraqi yeah. war vet. Uh, 
<laughs> I've, I've had that happen more. Thank you, by the way, Pete. I've had that happen before where you sign up for something yeah. and then you're supposed to re-sign at a certain time and they never really noticed it and you just keep on, I'm not going to say what it was. You notice the thing you can and do? And you just keep on oh, you keep, going. You kept well, okay, it. nobody ever said anything, you know? Get your gym membership. The guy who signs you up, cut his brake line. Right. <laughs> ah, and, and once he's is, gone. The new guy will yeah. know. Okay. It's a tip. It's not illegal. It's not legal, but it's a tip. All right. Well, anyhow, but the, this we got started on the skip lagging concept, which is where you buy a uh, a flight that connects to somewhere. Let's say you want to fly to, uh, I don't know, Kansas City, uh, but the flight to uh, Phoenix is actually cheaper because it's a connecting flight. Yeah. And you just get off in Kansas City and let the flight go on to... Doesn't uh, skip lagging sound like a uh, like a lazy Barbie doll? <laughs> skip lagging. Skip lagging. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's against their company policies, and uh, and there was also a site that was offering up to yeah. do this for you, and uh, American Airlines is suing them. So mm. uh, Interesting, though. Interesting stuff. Thank you for the calls. We do appreciate it. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second, and we will delve into the world of the bizarre with the B-File when we get back. Stay down. Drunk text your ex. Text MMR instead at 39333. Just don't ask us, hey, you up? Because, nah, we're good. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond. But he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I got an email, and I apologize to Todd Carey, who sent me this a little while back, uh, but I wanted to mention this. It is a charity organization called Give Grief Hope, uh, and they have this event called uh, Give Grief Hope uh, 2023, a haven, uh, or maybe that's the name of the whole organization. But anyhow, they they were introduced to, uh, uh, Todd was a haven in March 2018. The family uh, lost their child, Kyle, and he said, I experienced unimaginable grief through this loss, and a haven was there to help guide me through the loss. And after working with them, I decided I want to give a back and begin volunteering at a haven. Uh, twice a month, I spend my evening trying to help children uh, in the parent loss group try to cope with and understand grief. So he That's has learned to help other people through his loss. Oh, amazing! And so, if you're going through, you know, grief, this is a this is a group that you can reach out to. So they have a charity event that's going on all month long in August. Uh, you can shop at Kimberton Whole Foods in Malvern and round up at the register there. They also have uh, dining. 
dine-out uh, at Two Birds Cafe in Westchester. 10% of the proceeds will be donated to a haven. I'm not sure exactly when that's taking place, but they have an open house today. That's why I wanted to mention that. Uh, and you can RSVP to that. And I think, Nick, did I send the information to you? I don't remember. Okay. Um, it send may, it to me again, and I'll make sure we get posted. It may be on our, com- on our community page. If not, you can do a uh, quick search on a have, haven. It's a haven.org. Okay. A so, uh, Okay. All right. And uh, so if you are going through, um, you know, uh, uh, grieving a loss or know someone who is or would like to help out, you can reach out to them. And they also have a an event, uh, a grief awareness day that's taking place at come to print or come to prints for a purpose. Or no, it says come to print for a purpose <laughs> on the 30th. So I wanted it's to, a lot to juggle. Yeah. Because yeah. it sounds like a, um, a, a great organization. I mean, if you're going through something you can't even imagine as horrible as that uh, and you are lost and needs uh, some support obviously it's what they do yeah you so don't need great. to you don't need to tough it out nope. you, you can there are people who have been through it before and they can help you in so many ways you can't even possibly imagine yep so that's from uh, Todd Carey so wanted to mention that uh, that butt plug there all right uh we have bizarre file story so here we go no. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre Brought to you by Horizon Services from clogged toilets to dripping faucets. Horizon Services plumbing professionals are there when you need them. Uh, Horizon also arrives same day or you don't pay. Book in seconds at horizonezbook.com. All right, so this story is, mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting. A Madison Heights resident is suing a Metro Detroit Olive Garden restaurant for more than $25,000 after allegedly eating a spoonful of a soup <laughs> with a rat's foot in it. Though the restaurant chain challenges the validity of the claim. Because it had a tiny little shoe on it. Thomas Howie said that he was at dinner with friends on March 11th at Olive Garden and was uh, talking with them and eating a bowl of minestrone soup. While chewing, Howie felt a sharp (laughs) object stab his cheek. I'll take the pre-buttered rolls. And he (laughs) spit it it out into a napkin. He said the object appeared to be the foot of a rat with fur and claws. Uh, Oh, you've won, sir. You won the contest. He said my my stomach just heaved. I threw up right there in the restaurant. He said I was mortified. Look at it. Look at the picture. uh, uh, On the restaurants, plus, they do offer bottomless rat's feet. Um, The incident allegedly resulted in several days of nausea, vomit, and anxiety following by followed by depression and paranoia, according to the complaint. By the way, that is one big rat's foot. Olive Garden on Tuesday questioned the veracity of the claims. They said, we have no reason to believe that there is any validity to this claim. At the time of the incident, Howie said that the restaurant's management did not seem to take the matter seriously and even joked about it. Uh, the foot left a cut in Howie's mouth that required treatment with antibiotics and a tetanus shot Ew. at an urgent care facility. Uh, he filed a police report and brought the rat's foot to the Warren Police Department. Howie reportedly has had a hard time sleeping and eating, according to the complaint. Yeah. And he became increasingly depressed and paranoid about food served by others. Well, think about the rat that's limping around. <laughs> According to the negligence lawsuit, how he's seeking uh, dam- damages for uh, tangible and intangible harm for mental... I don't know what happened. I fell asleep in an Olive Garden kitchen and then I woke up without a light. Uh, mental anguish and emotional distress. A California man's home security camera was recording when a bear broke into his apartment, foraged for food, wrecked his TV, and then 
took a nap on his bed. That's right out of us. Goldilocks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Kings Beach resident identified as Brian said that he was boating with his friends on Lake Tahoe uh, when his phone received an alert from his ring camera that uh, motion was detected in his living room. Yeah, I'm a bear. I want to come inside. Uh, Brian used his phone to access the camera and was shocked to see a huge black bear inside his apartment. Don't mind if I do. The resident alerted his landlord and the pro- who was the property manager who happened to be nearby. Brian said he slowly walked up to the window where it had broken the screen and had gotten through and peeked in. He then saw the bear was sleeping on my bed. <laughs> so, that is a ador- case I know you and I and are he's the same. still yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adorable and deadly at the same time. He started making loud noises, and the bear popped up and climbed back out and ran off. Uh, Brian discovered the bear had uh, left By behind. The way, I made love to your wife. He had left behind a path of destruction, including throwing garbage all over the floor, smashing his TV, and shredding his bed linens as well. And they can. And tear things oh, up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't remember this story out of uh, the Black Lives Matter demonstrations in uh, 2000 or in 2020, but uh, a Queens man was convicted of attempted murder and other charges for chasing demonstrators with a bladed glove. Like uh, Freddy like Krueger? Krueger? Krueger. I do but, remember this. But even bigger than that. I so, do remember this. Uh, Frank Cavaluzzi, 57 years old, was captured on video yelling, I will kill you at a group of protesters while chasing them and waving a glove with serrated blades that he was wearing. He later tried to run them over with an SUV. Uh, following the two-week trial, Cavaluzzi was convicted of nine counts of attempted murder in the second degree, nine counts of attempted assault in the first degree, seven counts of menacing in the second degree, criminal possession of a weapon as well. And I do it again, bitch. Uh, and, <laughs> and reckless driving. Uh, he the sentence, uh, He's going to be sentenced on October 13th, faces up to 25 years in prison for each count of attempted murder. I'm going to ask you to be lenient. Bitch. Hey, <laughs> that's him Kruger. pleading the court. <laughs> Freddy Krueger. going to be lenient, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> A video posted to TikTok on Monday has people concerned as it shows a spear that was thrown through the windshield of a San Antonio woman's vehicle. I mean, it's like a big spear with a huge knife blade on the end of it. Uh, in the video, <laughs> uh, the woman shows a black metal tip spear that crashed through her windshield and is lodged into the steering wheel. Uh, the woman in the video said, so yeah, guys, I almost died. Somebody threw a spear through my car tonight. Uh, the woman was not hurt and the assault was unprovoked. Isn't that Elton John's song? <laughs> I just think it's the same thing. Which Someone one? threw a spear through my window tonight? <laughs> no. That's uh, Somebody where... see my life tonight. Oh, yeah. No. Or can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> yeah. Either one of those. Yeah. <laughs> can you feel the spear tonight? Uh, so the woman, uh, Siobhan Canales, uh, confirmed that she didn't provoke anyone. She believes that it At was... At least a, no one with a spear. A random person on the side of the road. Uh, in a follow-up TikTok, uh, she showed uh, investigators uh, removing the spear from the vehicle while wearing gloves. And an unidentified officer says, you could have died. Um, so there are no known persons of interest, but somebody's out there throwing spears around. Well, 
into uh, cars. Drive with your spear visor down. Yeah. yeah. We'll stop that. All right, there. There. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. I'm going to mention this once again because we're doing it's a quick turnaround. Uh, tomorrow and Monday, uh, the President Steve Cooling Caravan with Duncan is headed out. So if you have a, a, an outdoor uh, crew, if you guys are working in the outdoors, I know it's actually kind of pleasant <laughs> today and tomorrow, uh, but still some iced coffee to start the day. It's fabulous. You know you start the, the day anyway with coffee and to have them show up and bring their wonderful uh, mm-hmm. beverages. It'll be a nice thing. Uh, so you can go to PresidentSteve.com and get entered. We're going to pick a couple of places and stop by tomorrow morning and Monday morning and give you some refreshments to begin the day from Duncan. We'll take a break and we'll come back in just a moment. So stay with us, please. It's another MMR concert event. Greta Van Fleet. The Star Catcher World Tour. September 19th at Wells Fargo Center. Ask Preston and Steve's Word of the Week correctly on Friday, and you'll win a pair of floor tickets, backstage passes, plus a guitar signed by the band. Text Greta, G-R-E-T-A, to 39333 for a link to all the details. Greta Van Fleet, presented by 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, Nick wants to mention something here. Yeah, so uh, a week from tonight, I'm flying out to Seattle, and I'm going to back to the Gorge, which is in uh, Washington State. It's about like two and a half hours east of Seattle uh, to see this band, the Dave Matthews Band. Um, I, I wrote an article and posted a little bit of history about it up on PrestonAndSteve.com, WMMR.com. But what I'm, what I really would like to do is have MMR listeners... Philly listeners gather out there. They, we're there for three days. We're camping. We're in a uh, in a nice spot, and I just want to hang out with people who are there for the same reason that I'm there. Because you know they're going to be there. They're going to be there. I know there's a lot of MMR listeners. I know there's a lot of President Steve listeners, and I know I know there's a lot of Philly people. So email me, message me on Instagram, whatever, whatever way you want to get in touch with me. But um, let me know where you're going to be, and uh, and let's touch base in between now and next Thursday or Friday. Cool. Right. Email Nick at WMMR.com or uh, on Instagram. On Instagram, you... yeah, Nick McElwain one, and uh, okay. let me know where you're going to be because. Right. Uh, it's, a, it's a cool spot. I want to hang out with the Philly people when I'm out there. That would be awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be cool. Take some great pictures. Absolutely, and, man, yes. Share with everybody. It's so gorgeous, yeah. Nice. I mean, no pun intended, the Gorge Amphitheater. All right. Um, you know what we have not done in a while? What? Is a little segment we like to call Survey Sense. Oh! Over the past several weeks, I have collected... Some of the stupidest survey questions you've ever heard. We get and their responses. Yeah, as a morning show, and I guarantee you, and just radio shows or just shows in general, mm-hmm. there are services that want to get you to sign up for their stuff, and they'll send you things that they call conversation or topic starters, right. and they immediately, usually, would get balled up or uh, thrown into the garbage or erased. But you said, you know what? Let's start. Let's start delving into these now and then because they're so. Stupid. Well, if I were to just throw one of these out there and say, hey, what do you think about this? It'd be like, it would be a waste of time. But if you collect a bunch of them and go through them, it's a little bit more fun. And see their overwhelming stupidity, then you'll appreciate it. All right. How about this first one? In a survey of 9,922 U.S. adults, if you were going on a trip for six nights, how many pairs of underwear would you pack for yourself? <laughs> Twelve. 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 Mm-hmm. Why 12? Well, because she's incontinent. In case you poop yourself. (laughs) I just crap myself again, honey. 12 isn't even one of the accepted answers on here. Well, I just doubled the number of nights that I'm staying there. Do uh, you legitimately do that? uh, Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I do too. Wow. I take one extra pair. That's That's it. it. If it's six days, I'm taking seven. Well, I mean, for me, like vacation, I am probably changing if I go to breakfast or if I work out in the morning and then I'm going to rewear those, obviously, after you go. I get lucky. 
go to the pool or what? Yeah. Or if I, you know, if you go to the pool or whatever afterwards, I'm not putting that same pair back on. So I need a second pair for that day. Did you say if I have breakfast? Like if you go out, if, I, if I'm going to breakfast, I'm not wearing a bathing suit and I'm putting on clothes, I will yeah. put underwear on. If you're eating yeah, breakfast, that, but then well, that's, that's just one pair of underwear. Correct. And then I'm going to go to the pool or do something during the day. I'm not going to put that same pair back on. Okay. When she goes out for dinner for later dinner, on that yeah. night. And, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a special pair of breakfast underwear? Um, it might be the color of what, okay. you know, matching See, the outfit I'm wearing. I don't consider a pair of underwear dirty if I've only worn it for an hour. I agree. You know what well, I mean? I will also- I'll do the full day. And then I'll have, uh, and then I'll do, uh, if I work out. Yeah. That's different. That's you different. sweat it right. into it. Yeah. But if I were to, if I were to, to go to breakfast. Right. Come With back, your breakfast underwear. And then change into my bikini and go to the. Your uh, <laughs> stuff is external, the pool, pal. And then, and yeah, then that's what I was going to say, Kath. <laughs> and yes. then come back, I would be fine. There's Women's, stuff that's external. Yeah, a lot of stuff true. rides up her ass. Yeah. All of our stuff is external. Yeah. yeah. And that's so <laughs> your undergarments are a little bit more intimate than. Correct. Our undergarments. Correct. Like the piece that goes up your ass. All right. Yeah. Good point. Is this the piece, excuse me, ma'am, is this the piece that technically wedges way up your butthole? Yeah. You mean the thong? Yeah. But I will, I will, um... I'll give you the results in a second. Okay, but I, I will, like, if I'm going to mow the lawn or... Put uh, on your lawn mowing underwear. Or, like, work out or something. I, no, no, I, I, would, I would wear dirty underwear for that. How often do you yeah, go... Sure. Com- yeah. Just a side oh, question. How often do you go commando? Never. Okay. I yeah. will, uh, when, when going to work out... Yeah. Uh, to exercise, to I, shorts. Here's what I will do. No, I will. Uh, I will take the day before's underwear. Yeah, slip them on real quick. Mm-hmm. I'll go work out in that. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Already I, Like the second I start sweating, Already I've got them dirty. Yeah. I agree. And so it doesn't matter. And then I'll put on the underwear that I had on before that and get the rest of the day out. So I have a specific drawer. That is set for my worn, but not technically dirty. Sweated up. Okay. And then I'll, I'll apply that to the workout. I, I think wear, we I think work, in the same way. I work out in a uh, bathing suit. Um, not, I, interesting. not your breakfast it, underwear? Yeah, no, 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 no. I have uh, my, my bathing suits have uh, like those spandex jammers in them. And I I run in them. I hike in them. And I work out in them. I just thought of a promotional item. Kathy's breakfast panties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on. And you know what? Yeah. yeah. And little, you could have little pockets on the side for pads of butter. Kathy's breakfast, breakfast panties. panties. How much would you pay for Kathy's worn breakfast panties? Uh, well, that's a different story. Yeah. So <laughs> here we go. Here, here's the result, uh, the, the results of the survey. The number one answer was uh, people would pack six yeah. pairs of underwear for a six-night trip. And 22% of the respondents said that. Uh, second place was seven pairs of underwear. At Lucky 19%. seven. Uh, third place was eight pairs of underwear at 17%. Uh, and then you had uh, following in that was uh, 10 pairs at 5% saying that and then uh, also five, uh, five, 10% would say, or 5% would say 5 and then the uh, coming on last was 10 pairs of underwear So 9% of respondents. By the way, when you're traveling and you're minimizing your travel load, uh, yeah. y- a lot of times you can you can just get underwear there, wherever you are, unless, oh, I- unless you're you know in the middle of nowhere. I was I was going to say underwear doesn't take up that much space. Right. So if you're yeah. trying to save space, underwear is not where I'm going to right. take you know, yeah. to make space. I'm not taking that. I always out. travel with a canned ham. I did have one vacation where I forgot underwear. I think that's what, what? scarred me. Yeah, I think that's what scarred me. Is that I and I was, was in it Nashville. No. <laughs> No, no, Steve. Uh, uh, truthfully, it was in Montauk, and there is uh, Montauk is wonderful, but there's not big box stores. There's no. nothing, so there's nowhere you can go to buy a pack of underwear. Um, so I, I literally went the entire week, and I just had to rewash the one pair that I had. Wow, oh my that, god, that must have yeah. been a nightmare. I mean, there were days that I had nothing on. I, I 
you know, I you have couldn't to, have but fashioned I fashioned together seaweed. <laughs> can if can you use a bikini bottom in a pinch? Like, as, oh, yeah. As, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll do that. I use them. <laughs> I use them to apply butter to waffles. Okay, yeah. that's different. Mm. Uh, but I haven't looked into it. All right, so yeah, the number one answer was uh, the, the same, same amount of days at six percent. All right, survey said. In a survey of 36,434 U.S. adults, how do you feel about tomatoes? How do oh, you feel yes. about tomatoes? Do you love tomatoes? them, like them? Are you neutral? Do you dislike them, or do you hate Preston, them? This was the series that have, that followed Tell Me About White Chicks. Yeah, right it was now. a porn series. I am excited about them, and I'll tell you why. Because okay. we, I know we, why. Yeah. You're growing them, yeah, and and they have come to harvest, Steve. And so we and we uh, grew basil this year, and it's um and for some reason, Preston, your tomatoes were a little riper sooner than ours were because you were talking about it like two or I three. I think we started ago. earlier, maybe. Than you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the basil and the tomatoes uh, are all ripe right now. And Steve, we're like almost every night or every other night, we're having tomato moth salad with fresh tomatoes. Oh yeah. my god, it's it's uh, yeah, it's a, a delightful treat for dinner time. What are, what are the choices? Are there uh, so you love them, like them, neutral, dislike them, or hate them? I'm like, I'm neutral. Okay. I, 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 if I get them on a salad, I usually will eat around them. But I do, I will eat it if I get uh, like a mozzarella yeah. and tomato salad. So I'll good. eat a few of them. Aren't you allergic to yeah, them? Yeah, so, so, so usually, yep. Um, so That's why all the underwear. <laughs> usually, uh, if they're raw, uh, I'm okay. But it's when it's like cooked into pizza sauce and stuff like that. I don't know if it has something to do with the seeds being cooked or the paste mm. that sometimes they use, like on uh, chicken parmesan, things like that that bother me. Interesting. But yeah. I guess maybe that could go into because I never even uh, when I was younger I never really loved tomatoes yeah I hated them when I was a kid yeah and my family all loved them and it was weird because I was the only one that didn't like it you're not I, us and now, and now I love them uh, I, I can uh, I can grab especially the cherry tomatoes that we've been oh! <laughs> what Dude, they're the worst. We know how Casey feels. <laughs> I've never heard a reaction it's like, like that out of him. Before, I would actually, have expected a more subdued reaction if you offered him child pornography. They that taste horrible. Pissed me off, actually. Yeah, I don't care. They taste horrible. <laughs> I like them. Yeah, man. I, I've oh. been popping them just like like grapes, and and the, the ones we've grown are so sweet and fantastic. Yeah. That I love uh, they're, them. They're they're absolutely fine. I, I like it. Was it, is it is it technically caprese salad? No, caprese. caprese? Right. Yeah, uh, with the the uh, the, the uh, mozzarella and basil. Machetta, maybe a little, uh, little bit of uh, balsamic drizzle mm-hmm. along. Yeah. Damn Damn right. <laughs> so, so Casey, do you hate all tomatoes? No, uh, I, I hate with a passion cherry tomatoes. No, you're kidding. Yeah, no, I hate okay. those. Uh, I won't know if. But I you're not you saying you're a full blown tomatist. Uh, no, but Why? I, I, I just, I think they taste terrible. I they don't... taste different. Yeah, than regular they... tomatoes. Yeah. Is it the fact when you bite into a hole when it kind of explodes in your mouth? No, it has nothing to do with texture or anything I, like that. It actually, I has. Like that. It has everything to do with the taste. I think huh. they taste like, uh, like vomit. But uh, God, wow. regular tomatoes, vomit. I'm okay with them. I think from... you. I think you might be having inferior. Tomatoes? No, 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 because no. People are doing this with the salmon nonsense. I just don't, you know. Oh, you're, you're oh, you're just not having salmon, salmon uh, prepared for you properly. Yeah. No, that's what happened with me. Yeah, uh, but like you know, even Wilson's brought salmon the other day, and I was like, I will give this a try. But I'm going to tell you, whatever you put on top or however you prepare the salmon doesn't take away the salmon flavor I itself. Yeah, and so my, I, that's how I feel about cherry tomatoes. My tastes have changed over the years. I was the same way about salmon. I was the same way about uh, tomatoes. 
tomatoes. And I don't think it was the way it was prepared. I just think that it took time for my your your taste changed as you I, as you ate. Look at here. I'm drinking black coffee. Yeah. And I hate the taste. I will hate the taste for all the days of my life. <laughs> but but it is what it is. So right. uh, yeah, I can understand that. Of these over thirty five thousand people surveyed, uh, number one was uh, love them. Forty two percent of the people surveyed love them. Now the kids love them. Thirty two percent like. Fifteen percent are nooch. <laughs> uh, keep it in nooch. Uh, and then uh, 4% hate them and 6% dislike them. So nooch to like for me. Yeah. Nooch. Nooch yeah. to like, nooch. that's where you are. Yeah. I'm like to love. Um, and especially if I'm in a grocery store and I see the really big misshapen ones, the ones that look yeah. all funky, like they got tumors on them and stuff. Those, those are usually the juiciest, most tender, yummy of Excuse the lot. Excuse me, where is your misshapen fruit? Oh, man, they're the best. So, anyhow. Now, technically, do we determine tomatoes, fruit? What? Oh, yeah, they're uh, fruit because they, they come yeah. from a flower. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so there's that survey. Another one, survey says. No, wait. Hang on a second. Oh. Wow. All right. How about this? This is a simple one. Uh, survey of 8,561 U.S. adults. Uh, they said, which would you prefer? Doing laundry less frequently but washing more clothes at a time? <laughs> Or doing laundry more frequently, but washing fewer clothes at a time. Clothes at a time, or not sure. <laughs> you said <laughs> balls. One, this, one is more a, time. this is a good one. I, I like doing laundry less frequently, but washing more clothes at a time, larger loads, bigger loads, or doing laundry more frequently, but washing fewer clothes with smaller. Who hears into big loads? We're not sure. <laughs> I like doing uh, more frequently, smaller loads. Yeah. Okay. That's my preference. Hmm. I don't know. I fall in between. I do both. Um, I, I think maybe, I don't have time for it all, but I think maybe my preference would be the smaller, the smaller loads. More often, but smaller. Yeah, because it, the, it, what gets me is the folding. It's not the putting in the washer or the dryer. Yeah, me either. It's the folding. And if it's smaller, it seems less, uh, right. less of a task to complete right. and you can do it quickly and be over with. Putting that stuff away, I, just... I hate. I knew somebody in, on a different uh, level uh, who would never use her dishwasher because she didn't like putting dishes away oh. out of the dishwasher. So she would hand wash everything. And put them back immediately. And put them back immediately rather than put them in the dishwasher and then have to un- it was the unloading the I'm dishwasher yeah. or what you just do is take your clean stuff out, just open up the dishwasher all the time <laughs> I'm taking my dish now and yeah just yeah. use that as your, as your, yeah, your yeah. cabinets press my I was just on vacation with my cousin same thing she hates emptying the dishwasher so much that she doesn't use it. She hand washes everything and she uses the dishwasher for storage. Yeah. So all of the kids' water bottles for sports are stored in oh, the dishwasher. Smart. It's like the, <laughs> those things yeah. are tough to store. It's right? like the bear. Uh, that's actually pretty good. And that's the, where she stores it. The bear in his apartment. He's, uh, he's Oh, in the oven. Yeah, keeps yeah. his jeans in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, could you conceivably, could you clean an article of clothing in your dishwasher. Yeah, yeah I, I used to it. clean my hats in okay. there. Hats. Well, yeah. Oh, you've done hats. Yep. They Absolutely. say to put, um, because the Crocs get dirty and you can't really scrub them clean, they say in to the put dishwasher. the kids' Crocs in the dishwasher. What about your delicates? I've uh, <laughs> I've put the, the hats on the top rack, Casey. Yeah. Oh. Up where you put, like, glasses. Hat rack. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the, the survey results are 60% would like to do laundry less frequently, but the larger loads. So oh. you, if you hold back... 
you'll have a larger load. I just and- think when, <laughs> when it takes yes. up the whole weekend, like when you haven't done it for the week and then you just, you know, Kathy, like you said, like you're doing three or four loads and I only live with two people most of the time uh, and, and occasionally my son, but like, um, you know, and he he's, man, by the way, uh-huh. I, I finally have trained him to turn his underwear right side out, his socks right side out. Uh, oh, oh, when putting them away? Oh my, no, no. When uh, taking them off, dirty clothes, and he would like ball up the socks and then throw them in the laundry basket. You have to, you have to put them in the laundry basket so that I can go right from laundry basket into so you, the laundry. You don't have to be. You, you, I'm not yeah. undoing his let dirty me, laundry. Yeah, let me dig my hands into Wait, his nutsack. Can you terror. come over to my house and talk to Jason? Wait, so you right side out things before you put them in the laundry? Correct. Before you put them in the so washer. So it's easier to fold when no, they I come out. Yeah, yeah, I just, I don't do that because I don't feel like it, I feel like it's going to get tossed, uh, it's going to get un, it's going to get turned around yeah, while it's inside in out the, anyway. Yeah. Inside out versus Usually right side in doesn't matter that much as, except when it comes to like putting it away afterwards. It's when they're all balled up or like just uh, disgusting and thrown right into the laundry. When I like going from laundry basket to laundry uh, machine. All right, let me ask you a question. Washing machine. Can you make ramen in a dishwasher? Yes. Probably. Yeah. All right. You can't. You know what I have made? Uh, salmon. No dish- kidding. Dishwasher salmon. Yeah, there's a way to do that too. Uh-huh. I read a recipe somewhere. It actually might have been. It might have been Tico Torres. <laughs> oh my god, what? Tico Torres from Bon Jovi. I, th- I think it was him that that did dishwater salmon, and I did it once. And it's it's novelty. It's not yeah. worth really doing. You ever but, do, it, uh, but it works. Uh, you put it. You put it in a in in a foil packet. Do you ever do iron grilled cheeses? Uh, no, like Benny and June. Yeah, no. So okay. it says, it's you, it, it. Uh, Connor called us up. It turns out you can indeed cook instant ramen in a dishwasher. Okay, there yeah. you go. And Tico Torres has a recipe. Yeah, I was right, right? Yeah. Dishwater oh salmon. Man, right. anyway. I want to talk to Tico Torres just about that. We could. Let's see if we can He's currently in the lab working on a cancer cure. Mm. <laughs> he actually did, uh, he had a, a, a line of, of kids' clothing. Yeah. And uh, like uh, um, rock strollers yeah. that yeah. were like rock star baby twelve hundred dollars yeah. or something ridiculous like that. I don't think he has it anymore. Get Tico on the line, yeah, Marissa. Right. Oh, Marissa's not here. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway, that's the laundry thing. Uh, survey says we're moving on to okay. another one. All right, how about this? All right, we just did a couple of food things. I'm gonna, Enough. I'm this is a connoisseur. I'll move on. Oh, I will get to another food one. In a moment. All right, here we go. In a survey of 13,701 U.S. adults, what was your biggest move you made as far as destinations go? Moving. uh, Oh, like you from St. Louis to here? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I lived in LA for a stretch, but that, I knew that that was temporary. So, and I drove across the country. You, you mean, you mean obviously when you're a t- when you're independent, not with a family, right? Are we assuming I, that's the no, case? No, just in general. Okay. Uh, as a family, I moved. So yours would count California. California, yeah. yeah, that's a big move. Mine would be St. Louis to here. Although when I was a kid, we did move St. Louis to South Carolina, which would be similar distance. No, this would be further because it's up north and uh, east. So I don't know. Wait, uh, Steve, were you born in California? No, born oh. born in New York. But in third grade, for just under a year, we moved out to Thousand Oaks, California, and lived there for okay. a while. Okay. Uh, so here, here are the results of it. I'll just roll through it because a lot of people in this room have not moved. Mine would have uh, just been from away. New York. <laughs> yeah, it's well, that, as an adult, yeah, from mine would have been from Delco. The 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 largest move. Let's see. Thirty seven percent said they moved to a different state. Twenty four percent a different city, same state. 
twenty percent. Their large farthest move was in the same city. Eleven uh, percent said a different country. Uh, oh wow! Uh, and then four percent or five percent said they've never moved, and four percent said not sure. Preston, when you moved here from St. Louis, um, did you do it all in one shot? Like, did you pack up a U-Haul and drive uh, from St. Louis here, or did it take a few times? I oh man, I, I no, I drove here and half packed my apartment back home, and then my mom and sister and came and did the rest of it for oh, me. Wow. And the movers, they packed it up and the movers came and picked it up. And then they held on to it. Because uh, DRE paid for it. Uh, oh, okay. oh, nice. Nice. Which yeah. was really, really nice. Yeah, so. I wonder though, because I do have friends that live um, in California, Florida, like, you know, all uh, Indianapolis. And I wonder though, for those people that have moved away and they're happy there and they have their lives there and all that. But when they see, especially on social media, other things that are happening back where they came from, like, do they feel like they're missing out a little if bit? I think they are. Say if you it move depends. out to yeah. um, Indianapolis and you realize that, that if you had stayed here, you would have gotten Tico Torres' uh, dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess it depends on how much fun they're having where they are and yeah. what, with their, their friend. But, uh, and you also have new things, groups. though. You yeah. know, the, the funny thing is, Preston, and it's it's the way of it uh, a lot of times. I remember coming down here years ago when, when um, you know, you were at a, a DRE and, and this is when we first started working. We didn't see each other. And I mm-hmm. drive into this town. I'd not heard of Maniac, and I'd drive uh-huh. there, and I'd say, I remember driving there and going, who the hell would want to live here? Yeah. And then I was living there and loved it. Yeah. So it's just the way you perceive things. <laughs> the same group of people were asked, how many times in your life have you moved from one home to another? Oh, many times. Now, I, I, in, in advance of this, I, I did a, a tally of my, my own moves, and I have moved 11 times in my lifetime. Ooh, 11 okay. times. Yep. 11, 11 times. So I moved, while you guys are thinking about your own, I moved. I was uh, thinking of yours. When I was a kid, uh, we, I was born in Tennessee. I moved to St. Louis. Then we moved to South Carolina. Then we moved back to St. Louis. Oh. Then I moved out to my first apartment in Salem, Missouri. Then I moved to Jefferson City, Missouri. Then I moved back to St. Louis, and I moved out of that in my parents' house into an apartment and I moved from that apartment to another apartment. Then I moved here first in Bluebell and then we moved to um, uh, in uh, Glen Mills yep. and then ended up where we are now in Harleysville. So yeah. that's 11 times total. Where were you? Coventry Crossing? Is that Coventry where you were? Crossing. It's not called that anymore. No, it's called Madison now. How many Mine's times? much easier. I was four times. Four times? Yeah. All right. How about you, Case? I moved. Uh, so in Rutledge, I was on the second floor. I moved up to the third floor. <laughs> sure, that's one. Uh, and then I stayed up there. Now, I you mean. Know, one home to another. One home to another. I, uh, from, and college doesn't count. So co- from. College doesn't count. Well, I mean, because I, I, you know, I, I went to college, and so technically I moved there and then moved you back. You could count it as like one. If you lived in a bunch You're, of different houses, like count that as one move. Are we talking, are we talking all, uh, uh, yeah, apartments, ent- everything. And, and entire family life. Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a uh, twelve. How many wow. times in your life have you moved? It says, yeah. So yeah. Right. I got four. Uh, you know, from Rutledge to Conchi, Conchi to Broomall, also, and Broomall to Broomall. For a brief period when I was two, Baltimore. Okay. <laughs> really? Yep. Hang on, Anthony. This is ridiculous. Hi, Hi, Anthony. You're on the air. Good morning, buddy. Good morning. It. Good morning <laughs> to see you. All right. So you've moved how many times in the last two years? Uh no, one year. About fourteen months, fifteen months. Now I'm going on my seventh time. Is it the manhunt that is making you move so <laughs> much? So you moved fourteen <laughs> times in one year? No, no, no. 
Seven times in 14 months. 14 months. Seven times in 14 months. So just over a year, you moved seven times. Wow. And we're moving again within the next two months to South Carolina we're looking right now. Did you have like a major life change or something? No. um, We moved out of Long Island. Just a squatter. George. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we bought a house. My grandmother had passed away, so we moved again. And then when we found the house that we had bought, the contractor pretty much scammed us over Uh, the story there. And we ended up just couldn't find the right place after that. We just kept bouncing around. Dude, do you ever unpack? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Why? <laughs> Why would you do that? Uh, no, man. That so so. It's, it was. It, I was expecting you to say you're a, like a military guy or whatever in the sales or your, your specialty or you, you just have weird circumstances that are causing you to have to move all this. Yeah, it, it's just one thing after another. <sighs> I, I turned around to my wife and I was like, maybe I should buy a U-Haul truck next. Yeah, absolutely. Just yeah. call, call me. me. <laughs> Um, that's crazy, Anthony. Oh is God. this last one? Is this going to be it? You think? I, I God, I hope so. Oh, okay. yeah, it's exhausting. Well, hang in there, buddy. The FBI is at the door. Go answer it. All right, we'll see, you, Anthony. Thanks for checking, bud. Jake. Oh, that was oh great. my God! <laughs> I think I am uh, 14 or 15, if I've counted correctly. Wow. Um, but it, for me, four or five of those were like uh, post-divorce because we I was moving yeah. with my ex-wife and then I moved with my parents and then an apartment and then another apartment. Uh, but I lived in L.A. I lived in uh, outside of D.C. for a stretch and then a bunch of times around here. Yeah, yeah. I, I lived a, I, a number of different places right on you know Long Island or in Long Island, depending yeah. on what you prefer. But um yeah, my parents were in the same house for thirty years, which I always admired. Like they they, they moved to a house in Paoli, which is where I grew up, and my brothers grew up. Uh, and and just the fact that they had that same house for the family for thirty years was uh, I don't know, it was endearing. It's a wild thing. My my sister in law, except for one year, um, has lived her entire life. In the same house. Because she bought it from... She bought it from her parents. Yeah, so, my, my parents bought yeah. from their parents as well. And that's eventually why... One of the reasons why they moved. My mom was like, I am I had great memories here. I'm done with it. Like, I just... Right. At this point, I need yeah. to go yeah. somewhere else. Somewhere else. Get yeah. in a different Across the street <laughs> for a little while. My, my sister-in-law and brother uh, did a similar thing, Steve. They bought uh, the house from her grandparents. Yeah. And so now she is living with her kids in the place where she lived when she was a kid. But Steve, even across the street, it, it would still be it's yeah. amazing what a different internal just, environment just can the do. view yeah yeah and the thing is when you move into a house or when you're considering a house and i'll say this to you the prospective home buyer right now the thing you th- like I, I in a house that we're in that i adore now i was thinking i don't know could i live here with <laughs> this this traffic goes by mm. and i i don't even hear it it doesn't impact me at all but at the time you don't because it's not something hopefully you're not doing like seven times in a year Mm -hmm. um and and you forget your ability to adapt to your living circumstances so the most in in this survey if you're just tuning in and survey says and these are very stupid survey questions this one asks how many times in your life have you moved from one home to another uh the number one answer at 43 percent was one to five times uh the second answer was uh, at 25 percent was six to ten times 
Uh, the third after that was 11% at 11 to 5 times, 11 to 15 times. That's our category. And then uh, no times under 6%. And then after that was 16 to 20. More than 20 times was 6%, by the way. So people, there are some people like our caller that have bopped around all over the place. Do they suggest what percentage of those people are familiar with Tico Torres' dishworker? <laughs> no, no, there's no Tico Torres correlation no. in this particular one. All right, survey says... Where do dogs follow their owners? Everywhere. Of, of those who report their dogs follow them, 84% said to the kitchen, 76% said to the couch, and 75% said to the backyard. <laughs> or if you have a cat, everywhere. <laughs> Listen, my, my dogs, they follow, they have to be... They have to be near a human being. Yeah, uh-huh. have That's to so be cute. around a human being. When that means you're good human beings with your dogs. Yeah. yeah. When everybody's in the house. Yeah. Who do they go to? Either Ooh. it depends. Bedtime they go to Rochelle. Okay. Uh, if we're just kind of hanging about, they're kind of me. Yeah. Yeah. They, Any I'm, of the kids? I'm dog dad. Yeah, but but if I'm around, it's you. They might like try to call one of the dogs over, and it'll come to me. I feel kind of bad about that. <laughs> Don't know? be. Lord it over them. They're leaving you. <laughs> didn't you not really want them? Yeah. See, that's what the thing. I didn't want another pet. We had our, our, our cats Cat. that we had for 20 plus years finally died. And I'm like, we're taking a break. We're free. <laughs> yeah. We're taking a break from the responsibility <laughs> of having to figure out what to do. And we want to go somewhere. And all the things come along with pets. We want a nice little break. At last, like three months, yeah. we get two dogs. And then I become dog dad. You're in oh, love. Yeah. I, I'm, I mean, I'm dude, they play dead. Kathy, he goes, bang and they, they, <laughs> they fall on the ground yeah. <laughs> their tongue out we've got them trained yeah. but it, it's nice when you're the one that the animals want to go to isn't it's it it's nice yeah. it's so sweet we have so it's many so animals that, that we can Somebody split has. so yeah. at night yeah. in, in when claire is home at you know, at night um i will get three or four on my bed she'll get a couple on her bed <laughs> yeah. uh, chelsea would be with uh, when you know we lost her over a year ago but our dog she would have been with claire at night oh, really? but during the day we would hike and she spent Chelsea spent a lot of time with me so you just split it up yeah my cats are me they'll they'll yeah, one yeah. has to sit the girl has to sit on top of me like either on my <laughs> yeah. lap if I'm laying down she's on my chest and then the boy he, they're keeping you in place they yeah, don't want well, you to go well he he won't he won't um you know sit on top of yeah. me but he'll he has to be by my feet somewhere uh, like kind of touching me but not really Casey's it Reggie that follows you everywhere oh uh, they both do but uh <laughs> Reggie he he situates himself where I cannot get past him if I'm sitting on any piece of furniture. So he'll like, if I'm in the back room, he will place himself like right at the doorway. So I have to step over him. Now, I, I have tried so many times to just sneak away. If I, you can't. It's I, on purpose. I know. There's there are great memes floating around about you like you and then you even did it pretending you're asleep. Yeah. And they come up and they just stare at you. I just want to. Pre- hey, listen, yeah. stay here. I'm just going to the refrigerator. Right. I'm going to be back in two seconds. <laughs> Do you remember the viral thing a while back where you uh, you hold the towel up and then yeah. uh, and by a doorway and then you drop it and yeah. you scoot yeah. out of the way and you're gone? Have you pulled that on Reggie? I, we I, not or is that. he too? Uh, <laughs> Reggie watches uh, America's Funniest Home Video, so he'd be on to it. No, I, I play hide-and-seek uh, with Reggie all the time. And right. so what I have to do and is... And your di- mom. And my mom. But I have to I have to distract him. Um, he's really good at using his nose. Fozzie, on the other hand, he's like... Dah! 
he doesn't even know he has the sense of uh, of smell. No, like yeah. he has no clue. But Reg, I will I will put I, I'll hide in the bathtub and he'll come and find me. I love it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, of the survey, yeah, the, the most is eighty four percent the kitchen. You've got you're going to get yeah. to food, yeah, and they yeah, they yeah. want to get some. But listen, we get followed into the bathroom, outside, mm-hmm. inside, everywhere. I I literally at night I have to shimmy down under the covers because I have cats on both sides of me on the blanket, and uh, that I have to leave bed the long way instead of just rolling out of bed. But that's if you're a pet person, you do it. All right, we're doing survey says. Let's do. Let's go back to food for a moment. All right, of the survey, uh, they asked the question: What countries make the best types of meals? What what country makes? Yes. Is, are we saying what country has the best cuisine, or what yeah. country is more adept at preparing food? Uh, okay, it's types of meals. So, what would make the best dinner? What makes the best salads? Oh. What makes the best dessert? Snack food or lunch? Okay, okay. So, my current cuisine that I I am most into is the Mediterranean, you know, we talked about salmon and oil and olives and leafy greens. But you got to pick a country. Italy. Okay. Italy. Uh, what would you say for lunch, dinner, dinner. Uh, uh, okay. dessert, so snacks, for, uh, Dinner salads. for the Mediterranean or even Greece. But but if, if we're talking break country per country. Uh, breakfast for, for dinner. All right, let's start with dinner. All right, uh, uh, let's go with Italy. Italy, what do you guys think? Dinner, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a tie for me. It's between Italy and Mexico. Yeah, yeah I was going to say Mexico, say. too. Yeah. 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 Or Japan, because I love sushi. Uh, so, Italian uh, was number one okay. for, or Italy, for, yeah. for dinner. Now, hold on. Wrong button. This, this you said a balls. Um, <laughs> Meat for balls. salads. Oh. Who makes the best salads? Is. What country would you prefer or realize that they, they have uh, make the best I'm salads? I'm going to say Italy again. Mm. I'm going to go with the good old U.S. of A. Yeah. Okay. America check. Yeah, America they, put, check. they put ham and cheese on your salad. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, I'm going with the one. There's two of them on the answer. Uh, I, I, the Greek salad is the one I go uh, for. I love a Greek salad. So Italy. I love that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're talking that's, that boss. that's all right, man. I completely hear what you're saying. Uh, Italy, Italy, and Greece are, are chosen as the the top salad. Caesar salad is Italian. Right? Into my melon. Uh, Caesar salad is Italian. Yeah. Yeah. The one problem with Caesar salad is calorically, it's true to roof. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't think we're going for calorics. Uh, here. I know. I, I think that's figuring into my decision. It's yeah. a salad, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, and then uh, how about desserts? Who makes the best desserts? What country? <laughs> I would say France for like snacks or snacks, snacks or breakfast. Although uh, the best dessert, dessert I ever yeah. had is uh, is from England. Uh, it's that Ben Offie pie that I had. Oh I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Dream about it. Is Are, that the one that you you got the recipe from Robert Irvine? Yeah, yeah. That's way too complicated for me to actually create. Are so, we on this list? Is is the United States on this list anywhere? No. I'm going to pick a dessert that would be, and I don't know if you would consider it a dessert, but I would have to pick the United States for the Toll House cookies. Yeah, I mean, we got got a lot of good inventions here. I don't think that's a dessert. No, they're talking, yeah, like, I'm going to say. Like snacks. Like like candy. candy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 
I'm going to say Italy again. Okay. For what? I mean, because you get for a chocolate chip a cookie. <laughs> no, dude, for tiramisu. Come tiramisu. on. Tiramisu. Cannolis are Tres Leches fan, yeah. too. I know. Oh. That, that's Mexican. Yeah. And, and that would be phenomenal. That's why I'm kind of torn. But I, and the flan, I think, is, is Mexican, Mexican as well, yeah. which is fantastic. What they do make country? Some... Let me ask you. Let me uh, ask you this. What country invented pud? Uh, but I think that the answer is, well, I know that the answer is, and I'll say why, but French recipes for oh. desserts are yeah. con- considered the most because they're pastries but are I would, out of this world. That's why I was sort of thinking like breakfast. a snack or breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could have the pastry for breakfast. I like Wearing cr- appropriate underwear. Like a creme brulee or, um, you know, chocolate cake out of France. Creme brulee. Yeah. Amazing. So good. Mm. Hold on a second. Ian has a uh, little footnote here. Ian, good morning. Good morning. All I did was get out of the shower. Well done. Hey, so uh, this is kind of interesting. You wanted to share something about the Caesar salad. The Caesar salad was not invented in Italy. It was invented in Tijuana, Mexico. Get out of here. What? Actually, I think someone recently, I think you You might have actually relayed that to us, Preston. I may have because Nick pulled it up and yes, it is out of Tijuana. Oh. Uh, and wow. Yeah, uh, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. I appreciate it. Juana. Nice job, buddy. I appreciate it, Ian. Uh, it was in the early 20s by Caesar. We did talk yeah. about it. We yeah. did. By Caesar Cardini, an Italian chef who owned a restaurant <gasps> in Tijuana. Now, he's he was an Italian an chef. Italian chef. Ah. Cardini. So, therefore, you know, if, if you're in a region, does it matter what your ethical, uh, ethnical background is? Uh, in, like if you're an Italian chef in Mexico, is, yeah. it, is it Italian food? Or <laughs> what if you're a Swedish chef in North Korea? Okay, well, Yeah. Is he, was he born in Italy? Because if he was born in Italy. And then moved to Babylonia. Yeah. Uh, and then to Arizona. <laughs> King Tut. Uh, I would say, I would say if he. If you're he, born in Italy, then it's Italian. He was employing Italian. I am. Um, Sensibilities I, and right? recipes. Right? Does that and, make sense? In other I mean, words. Named after an Italian. Right. Caesar. No, this guy is, I guess. Yeah, he was born in Italy. I don't Caesar know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm an Italian living in Mexico. I'm going broke. It's Italian. Why don't you, know you invent a salad? There's a new cuisine that uh, is uh, becoming more more and more popular, and that's um, Japanese-Mexican, because there are a lot of uh, Japanese yes. fishermen who, who fish off the coast of Mexico, oh. and so they employ... Um, like Mexican cuisine into traditional Japanese style, it's fan freaking tastic. It's uh, Mexican. It's yeah, I guess, but I mean, it, it tastes really damn good. Well, I went to. It's interesting the the the, the um, cultures that meld together to make food, kind of like um, you know Cajun food. Yeah, um, I was uh, down in Florida recently, and I went to a Cuban restaurant and got this dish that was it was almost like a jambalaya, but it wasn't crazy spicy, and it was straight up Cuban, and it had to been a mix of different cultures mm. that came up with this because it was fantastic, but it was so much like jambalaya. <laughs> But it was considered Cuban. It was interesting. So I'm, some of these can meld together. Is that technically, these, those are called fusion cuisines, yeah, right? right, I guess right. So. Um, uh, the, um, you know what's supposed to be excellent for you health-wise? Uh, South Korean. Okay. South Korean cuisine is supposed to be a very, very healthy cuisine. I am interested because it's uh, kind of entered into my my uh, world of uh, like entertainment. Um, like... Licorice? Uh, no, 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 no. African cuisine. Like Nigerian. African? Really? Yeah, Ethiopian. Yeah, and I just was uh, watching something. Man, might have been Lion. Well, that because, he, you know, uh, he has his restaurant. Sam yeah. has his restaurant. No, but there was... um. Well, while you're thinking about that, yeah. the best snack foods, according to this uh, poll, Ethiopia. Oh. Yeah. 
I had no idea. I I can't say I've ever had Ethiopian food. I I remember we were talking about sort of the gift collections that you can get, like where they deliver you stuff, and it was a a snack service. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember Ethiopia was uh, on that. Well, let's get a a good recommendation. Sorry, Case. I want to get like a good Ethiopian restaurant. Um, If people can recommend. Snow caps. If somebody can recommend one uh, in and around our area, let me know. Yeah. Yeah. It says like baked bread, pretzels, and things similar to that are their snack foods. I would think pretzels more German and Mm -hmm. Austrian and is lunch in there at all press because that's yes. what that's what I gave to the good old United States of America I mean, because we got hoagies you know what I mean we're this, not on there and we now. know how to use I know, them we should be um, it's uh, they no they claim Mexican dishes is best for lunch so maybe this was Americans that were oh okay uh, queried that were, that were queried and and maybe they wanted to ask what other countries but it doesn't say that specifically because yeah there are some I mean American food is uh it's like a fusion of all kinds of other cultures it's kind of hard to it we're not known like France and Ital- and Italy are right. for you know, this is the home of this cuisine. Do you know what's funny is that so? Like you know, you, 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 you go, you've been to Italy, you've been to you know, uh, I assume you have, right? You've been to yeah. Italy. Mm-hmm. So, so if you were to have an, a pizza in Italy, you'd notice a d- dramatic difference. Totally. But in the countries where the food originated, or at least is associated with a lot of those countries, and I think we were talking about this, they now really fancy the Americanized version of the food that they actually. Created really? Yes, and okay. in a bizarre, you would think, why would you like ours when you have the authentic? But in a bizarre way, it's becoming popular. Yeah. Hang on a second. Uh, Melissa lived in the Netherlands for a little while. Hi, Melissa. Good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. Thank you. All right. What do you want to comment about um, uh, Dutch food? Yeah. So the Netherlands or Holland. So they had. I was. I lived there kind of over the holiday season and around Christmas, and when they have a little Christmas pop up pop-up shops or whatever in the town, they make this awesome street vendor kind of dessert called Oli Bolin. And it's as if, like, funnel cake, a donut, and a cinnamon bun had a threesome and a baby. And <laughs> okay. That sounds good. All right, okay. what, how do you spell this thing? Uh, O-L-I-E, I think, and oh. then B-O-L-L-E. It's right behind you on the screen, uh, Case. Or in front of you on the screen. It, oh, they look really good. Yeah, I'm I'm they look a little bit <laughs> like... <laughs> you were doing Guardians of the Galaxy, were you not? No, I was oh. doing uh, Wooly Bully. Oh, okay. Um, Wooly It looks like the Cajun, uh, the Fat Tuesday... Um, uh, the Fosnacht? Yes. Fosnacht or... Beignets. Or beignets. Yes. Okay. It looks good. <laughs> uh, Melissa, was there anything else that you remember that was like that from uh, the Netherlands or from Holland? The other, it's just, I mean, it wasn't a dessert, but like they do the french fries and mayonnaise, which maybe sounds a little gross. But no, it's Fr- good. French fries and mayonnaise have had it. It's actually pretty good. I used to oh, do yeah. the french fries and Jules cheese. talks about that, or not Jules, but uh, Vince Vega talks about that in Pulp Fiction. All right. Thank you, Melissa. Appreciate it. Yeah. No worries. By the way, beignets, I'm not saying that they suck, but they are overrated. They're a, what if a donut didn't taste as good? That's a beignet. Well, if you don't like the over-the-top sweetness of a donut, mm-hmm. which sometimes, sometimes with, donuts are mm-hmm. too sweet for me. That's I like them. With, a, with coffee? With coffee with sugar yeah. and milk in it, yeah. that is a perfect uh, uh, pairing. I agree. All right. 
Anyhow, uh, so yeah, I that like was, that, that survey. Was, that was yeah, that was a good survey. one. That was a good survey. All right, we need to break it. Yeah. We need to wrap it up. All right, thank you. What about a survey on when is the best time to take a break? Um, I would now. say now. <laughs> uh, and by the way, I have a whole stack of yeah. stupid stuff like yeah. this <laughs> that we can eventually go through for survey says. All right, we are going to take a quick break. We'll come back in just a moment, so make sure you stay put, my friend. Is your phone an app hole? You know, full of useless apps taking up space? Well, get rid of them and get the WMMR app. You can listen to us wherever you go, get important alerts, and so much more. Because, after all, the world needs less app holes. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoop in and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinandWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled. Buy real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Um, real quick, for, uh, we're going to do City Beat, but before we do that, I want to uh, throw a couple of plugs out there. I got a butt plug. I got butt plugs and, and uh, sharts. Wow, man, you're all knotted up. Uh, this is from Ken Myers, who is the deputy chief at the Dublin Volunteer Fire Company. And he said this is super short notice, but we're having a recruiting night tonight at Neshaminy Brewing in Dublin, PA. Mm. Anyone living in the area can stop by and check out the trucks, meet the volunteers. Plus, if you live in the area and fill out an application will buy you a beer. That's nice. <laughs> so I appreciate it. Maybe you can give a butt plug. Uh, either way, I will owe you a beer, he says. Should we uh, Should we all sign up and have our... We, we can be a response team? We can be volunteer. Show? Only us as an actual team Right, together. we're like a unit. Yeah, we would show yeah. up uh, for... What kind of emergencies, in particular Radio emergencies. Radio emergencies. We right, heard like you a, have a radio emergency <laughs> here. And we'll be on the... Can't team. find a spot or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can... Uh, uh, we can fix that. <laughs> All right. So Dublin Volunteer Fire Company, uh, that is at Neshaminy Brewing uh, tonight. It doesn't say what time. Um, but there's your butt plug, brother. All right. Here's the shard out. This is from Monica Foy. Says, I've been a faithful listener since 2004, and I'm turning 40 this weekend. Whoa. Nearly half my life has been included with Preston and Steve. Uh-huh. We'll have to call Ethan Embry again. All right. Now... Here's what she's asking for, and she's not going to get it. Uh, she says, okay. well, you'll see why. Okay. Uh, this is the one thing I'm asking for this year. Please, can we retire the Friday movies clip with the kazoo and the kids screaming at the end? No, it's not a kazoo. It's not, it's not a kazoo, but um, 
It's just a kick just going doo-doo. Uh, it makes my ears bleed. Just play the regular recorder one. It's so much better. I hope you can consider my request and make me uh, a happy birthday girl. Thanks, and keep it in nooch. This is going to be a sad year for you, then. That's the Monica. <laughs> I can't believe that that's what, like, there's so yeah. much yeah. other stuff that's done more often and is way more annoying. That some people hate. I know. What are you saying, Kat? <laughs> what she's saying is yeah. someone has her breakfast underwear on. <laughs> and it's breakfast in a panties. knot. <laughs> breakfast panties. <laughs> I was, now this is, uh, that's a, did we give him a shard out? Okay, thank you. Um, one more, one more shard out and then, uh, then a little note from someone, uh, that says, hey, my sister Jacqueline, uh, here, here, he, uh, turned or is turning the big five, five on August 20th. Wow. Depending on when you read this says in her honor, I'd like to request, and we're not going to do this either. <laughs> a conversation about her between Jack Nicholson and Mel Gibson. If Nell, Frank Rizzo, Adam Sandler, and Bill Weston want to join in, that'd be great too. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Uh, but I think uh, no, no, we, we, we. No. That has to be a, a whole week. Yeah. We'll work on that. Jack just spoke and said no. Yeah. So. yeah. And we'll involve the other our sister stations as well. Mel, I think, said no too. If uh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he so, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, but here's a, here's some facts about her. She gets uh, sometimes she gets tie tie. Uh, I delay. Okay. Uh, she often counts to three, especially when journalists confront her while she's walking her dog. <laughs> Quite frequently, she will speak gibberish even at meals. Uh, she enjoys rose gardening. We are typically going to bury her one when she cooks. That's a Mel Gibson. Yeah, Remember, it is a Mel Gibson. Absolutely. Long yep. Freaking yep. rose yes. garden. Uh, we like to call her Annabelle. Typically around Christmas time. I love this. Uh, the other day, I heard her say that she cannot handle the truth, no. and I think. Mel, and I think Mel Gibson is upset that she is leaving him to be with Bill Weston. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know she sounds unstable, but she's my baby sister and I love her anyway. Merci beaucoup. Merci your face. <laughs> that is from Felicia Catalano. Liar whore. Liar whore. And you know it. So that's a birthday for you. You know, we I haven't done it. kind of got a request there. Yeah, she I got everything. You know, um, I figured it might happen. We haven't done a harmonizing on the Mary vote. We have not. In a while. No, I don't want to force it. Do you think you can do it? I don't I don't want to force uh, it. Alright, you want to do it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Three, two, one. Merci beaucoup. Merci your face. That is possibly the best one you guys have ever done. I was feeling it. Yeah. That is yeah, probably really the best it. I've heard from you. Let's not ruin it. Let's no, not ruin no, it. No, 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 no. Keep it where it, it is. Yeah. Move I on. still, I want to get a shirt that says, Merci beaucoup, merci your face. <laughs> I think we need to, in, in like cursive and like swirly cursive. We've said a lot of dumb things in the days. Know. I think merci beaucoup, merci your face is a top three dumbest thing we've ever said on I agree. It says so much. It does. <laughs> uh, okay. I got this email from uh, Ann uh, Gaz. Gaz- Godzilla? Oh. Gaz Paderic. Oh, yeah, yeah. And oh. she used to hate me, and now she makes me a carrot cake. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's Anyway. Yeah. Somebody turned around and yeah. now makes you carrot cake. Listen to what she says, though. Not sure if you heard it, but Joel and Leah announced that they are done working together. What? Leah just got married. What so these, these are our two English yeah. correspondents that do the uh, the YouTube channel where they, uh, they take, you know, like American phrases that Brits don't understand or vice versa or food and things like that. Like that that all have to do with American culture oh. and British culture oh. generated a we ton love, of content. We love them to death, and apparently they've made the announcement yeah. that they are ending. They just posted this, um, so Can we, we need hear to, it. We the need audio. To find yeah, out about that from them. They That's posted the video last night, uh, and uh, it just says uh, announcement and thank you for ten years. This was posted on their uh, video channel uh, seventeen hours ago. 
That's too bad. Well, we should get them on at some point and find out. I assume they're going to go and do their own separate content. She is getting married, Case. You're right. No, she is married. She got married. So she is. Yeah. Oh, no. She's a knockout. She is stunning. She's so pretty. She's annoyingly pretty. Yeah. And he's a handsome dude. Yeah, yeah, but I don't stare at him. Yeah. He's gorgeous. I do. All right. Well, I was was sad to hear that. So maybe maybe that motivates us to get them on and find out what the hell happened. And what about us? We just described the perfect type of response if we were that fire department, if we would respond to That'd be a radio emergency. Right. Yes, we would come and be on board for that. So, all right. Um, City Beat, uh, you guys mind if I walk the streets? The City Beat's on your feet. Yes. So, uh, the Philly Pops. Yeah. Remember the Philly Pops? Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to go away. Uh, they Don't like that. Yeah, but there is an announcement that has been made. A small group of musicians have banded together to create a new group that will usher symphonic pops into the future. In May, the No Name Pops was formed. And so now it's a group a group of the musicians, and they are going to, they have some dates coming up. So are we talking about a near orchestra size, or are we talking a more? Or, um, I don't know how many size. Uh, how many it is? Uh, see, I don't know how many size. <laughs> um, I would tell you this: they could pad their numbers and have a cool selling point if they made it the Philly Pups oh. and added puppies. Oh okay. My God. Yes. Uh, the no-name Pops includes former musicians of the Philly Pops and various other cultural organizations throughout our community, reimagining the future of symphonic Pops performances in Philadelphia. So, I, this is very sad. I don't like no. that this has happened. Yeah, I don't know how it how it fizzled out. I guess I don't know if they they were looking for a venue. Uh, yeah, so they are going to be playing uh, the Kimmel Center uh, on a couple of uh, events. So actually, they're playing Saturday night at uh, Parks Casino with Wayne Newton. I guess they're backing him up. I'm not sure. That's pretty cool. The first they want to get Wayne on the show. There's a full orchestra free show at South Street Headhouse Square, uh, which is coming up on September 9th. You know what I flirted with the notion too of. Of, of going and to an opera, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, now that that now that I know that they have um, translation, they have subtitles basically up on uh, the screen. Oh, I didn't know. Remember that. we we yeah, had we had the crew. We, yeah, we had the crew in here around uh, when the Eagles uh, right. were making the run, and and they they did the Eagles fight song. Yes. Uh, the opera group did. They were fantastic. They were sensational. And then at that point, it was explained to me. And then I actually did see it in practice, Preston, when we were on our European trip. They do have um, the screens up so you can follow the story. Did you go to one? We went to the uh, the opera house in Pro- in, uh, in Budapest. Uh-huh. And uh, they had uh, they have the arrangement for that. But they had the people come out and sing. And they were sort of translating what they were singing, which is very cool. So you watched just a par- portion of a show? It wasn't, e- it wasn't even in the main stage area. It was down. Okay. like you know, But it was cool. Nice. Steve, along those lines. Um, I would love for you to be able to uh, go to this because it's two things that you do love. At Rocky, they're doing a screening of it at the man with the live orchestra. Oh, I love that. And it's so, I've been to a bunch of those over the years. I just think it's totally up your alley. And but that's, that's on, a Baltimore orchestra. I know. I don't, huh. okay, sometimes, most of the time, actually, it's a Philadelphia orchestra. Maybe they're booked somewhere else or whatever. What's the greatest orchestra in the world? A lot the of people say the, the Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I think there's, yeah, the, the second. London Symphony, I guess, gets it a lot. Okay. I don't know. What yeah. about New York? New York Philharmonic gets it yeah. a lot. Los Angeles as well. You know what I notice is um, every Everybody knows where the Big Apple is, but nobody knows where Minneapolis is. (laughs) Minneapolis. Damn it, I messed it up. I worked on that dad joke for three weeks. God damn it. You killed it yourself. You could have kept going. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. 
You, were, you didn't even care about the orchestras. No. You were just asking I orchestra just questions. I just to say Minneapolis. <laughs> where everyone you, knows where the, the joke was, everyone knows where the Big Apple is, but no one knows where the Minneapolis is. Do it again. Was, was it one it you created? Uh, or you, no, oh, no, okay, no. no. Have you ever made one up? A dad joke uh, we've successfully. Done, we've well, I done mean, puns on the show. Yeah, I, but one yesterday, the butt quack one. But uh, okay. but that's nah, a riff. That is a riff. Yeah, Man, I'm sorry. That's I'm so sorry. Damn. Yeah, that's. I'm awesome. so so sorry. very <laughs> very sorry. Come in for the real thing. All right. Anyway, uh, there will be a full orchestra inaugural performance at the Kimmel Center. It's called "Let's Groove Tonight." Motown and the Philly Sound. <laughs> Uh, that's going to be on October 28th. And then they're going to be doing, this is... Uh, is the, there anything like an outgrow? The no name of uh, No, <laughs> I just and did one. Then uh, in December, the 1st through the 23rd, they're doing a very Philly Christmas at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. I bet you that would be sensational. Yes. Is it weird to already be into thinking about, I don't want to be thinking about Christmas right now, but I am. And Halloween. Oh, no, 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 no. I know. It. I know. No. Uh, we even Kathy's over yet. here baking bump pumpkin bread. <laughs> I went out and saw all these. We were at uh, you know craft store Michaels or whatever the other day, and yeah. it's just nothing but Halloween stuff. And I'm like, man, summer is there's still some breath left in this whole. It lawn really is crying out. You've loud, got a man. number, a little a, yes, and I agree, and I don't know why, but I've I, I think it's because I, I purchased some new Halloween decorations for my display. I'm so excited. <laughs> all right, uh, City Beat. Uh, other things want to make sure. To them. Um, all right, Steve, you sent me this article. Should we still care about spotted lantern flies? Yes. In 2023, because I don't know about you guys, I've only seen like a couple. five of them yep. this year. Five, maybe. Yeah. You, know you know where they are now? New York. Oh, in New Jersey, oh. too. Yeah. Okay. There was a week where we had them in our house, and, and uh, they weren't bad. They certainly weren't as bad as they were a few years ago, but they were noticeable for a stretch, and now nothing. So, according to this article, uh, the simple answer is yes. You should still care about them. You should still kill them when you see one. But lone caring is killing. Lone soldiers taking out swarms of them themselves aren't going to make a dent in the population. So, um, for them, a lot of it is is under control. Yes. So it, it's not completely under control, but it didn't turn out as bad as they thought it would because people got on top. Quarantining techniques used by the USDA and many state departments of agriculture to manage the outbreak on a large scale involve insecticides targeting large populations near high-risk transportation sites like Harrisburg's airport and Philadelphia's ports. While scientists and residents won't be able to fully rid the state of the bug, the good news is is that its impact wasn't as severe as initially No, they were really saying it was going to be horrible. And what they did find out is that they're easily controlled by packs of rabid dogs. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, so are there advocates out there for the lanternfly? I have not heard one. Is PETA out there going, hey, guys? This is the only time I can ever remember them instructing you to kill something. Yeah, so when I was in the Grand Canyon, uh, the the invasive species in the river, in the Colorado River, is trout. This is not a dad joke. Uh, and so uh, the guy that I was on the trip with caught a trout, and they are required to kill it. Right, right like a bullhead or whatever. Bullhead, there's a specific uh, species, subspecies of trout, and they are invasive all over the West. Okay. And, and what they do like is... Trout. They, uh, I like trout too, yeah. but uh, they end up, um, you know, essentially out eating other fish, and mm-hmm. the, the, therefore the other fish suffer. Ah, okay. So they're eating out other fish. <laughs> yep. So they're going down. On other fish. <laughs> yep. Based what on are those fish, fish doing? <laughs> 
Based on feedback from growers, uh, <laughs> we're not hearing reports of damage in fruit tr- in tree fruit. Tree fruit uh, from the uh, spotted lanternflies. Well, uh, tree fruit gets eaten by the tree fish. It could have uh, <laughs> killed off the grapes and uh, and fruit trees and things like that, but apparently it wasn't as bad as they thought it was. Which be. which one preceded the um, the lantern? Oh, the, the stink bugs. Stink, that's it. Ah. We, we had a big stink bug incursion for a while. You know, and I, now hardly any. There was a um, a week ago, we, we had like a house fly incursion. And it was um, for three or four days, they were all over the house, and now they're gone. It's not like we had an exterminator come out and get rid of them. But I don't, something must have caused it, and then something made it go away. And I have no idea how that happens. We got to leave, boys. He's in, he's in radio. <laughs> yeah. So, um, apparently, all this is to say that uh, spotted lanternflies are, are they're still a major issue to the agricultural industry in Pennsylvania, but the everyday person no longer needs to go out of their way to find and kill the insects. Because you remember all those, those elaborate, yeah. as you said, the, 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 the putting of the strips around the trees and then it was inadvertently catching birds as well. And mm-hmm. For now, scientists are leading the charge and figuring out the next steps of lanternfly evolution in the U.S. Uh, but just like with uh, plants in the agriculture, culture business, your backyard garden should be okay even if spotted lanternflies show up. At most, they will put stress on your plants without killing them uh, before it hopes, hops to another plant, and at least they might just be an eyesore if they are spread all Alright, I'm going to link a couple other things that we've done today together and see if this makes sense to you. Could you now then claim a military discount at a store because you were part of the war on lanternflies? Oh! Do you have an if idea? you killed a few yeah, or something yeah, yeah, yeah. like that? That's a good question. So a lot of action. One to ponder. All right, uh, let's see what else we All right, uh, Philadelphia will make history this October with America's first ever parade and festival in honor of National Coming Out Day. Uh, and I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Uh, Galaze Pride 365 Initiative. Not familiar. Uh, it's spelled G-A-L-A-E-I. Galay, I guess so. Uh, of the, it is organizer of the largest June Gay Pride Month in Philadelphia history. Will present the brand new celebration called Our Fest, which stands for Our Uniting Resilience. I, I wonder why um, National Coming Out Day is not in Pride Month. Um, that's a good question. I don't know. Not really sure. Why does the phone ring when you're in the shower? Mm. Uh, the parade will make its historic first steps out of Independence Mall at Fifth and Market on Saturday, October 7th, and then head to the Philadelphia Gaberhood with floats, marching bands, artists, performers, officials, community leaders, and much more. Uh, plus, look for the historic largest rainbow pride flag in Pennsylvania's history to return. It is 200 feet long and requires uh, three to four dozen volunteers minimum. Registration for the new parade is now open. Hmm. I mean, well, so I guess, uh, so, like, I, I don't know if it's called National Armed Forces Month. That's uh, May. And then Veterans Day is in November. Okay. So, you know, I Let's guess. Let's put them up. Yeah, spread yeah, it yeah. out a little bit. Yeah. So, have you guys, has anybody ever come out to you guys before? Yes. yes. Okay. And so, it can be, obviously, and, and my as well, my son came out to me. Um, it can be really, really scary. You know, you don't know how Absolutely. that person is going to react. Well, because they've lived uh, their entire lives in the closet and have essentially been a spy, essentially, uh, to what people say when they don't sure. know uh, that you're gay, that you're gay, or you're yeah. around. And so I, you know, my my the first person was my buddy from growing up, and we had already known. Um, but you know, so he came out, and then we had a nice long discussion about it. And uh, and there was a, a, just a lot of the 
colorful language that we used growing up that uh, that kept him hidden for sure. such a long time. Even though we were, you know, his friend, and uh, and when he did come out, we we're like, yeah, we we've known that you were gay since you know right, grade right. school, you know. Um, but you know, it, it was just a, it was a scary thing for him to come out because he wasn't sure how he was going to be accepted. Yeah, it can listen in the back of your mind, even if you're certain that the person you're going to share this information with is going to be okay with it. There's still something in the back there that goes, well, but they could, yeah, you know, react a different way. Exactly. Um, so I think it's cool that they're going to do this, and so and, and a national coming out day, I think, is a way to maybe. Um, also, get you to, to muster up the, the courage. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm going to do it, I should do it right now. I should go ahead and do it today. It took me a while to figure out what this meant, um, Preston, but I, I think it's Gala EI. Okay. But anyway, it stands for the Gay and Lesbian AIDS Education Initiative. Did not know that. Yeah, me neither. Okay. I thought it was a type of salad. Mm. A Gala AIDS salad. salad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for information about our fest and how to sign up for the parade and the festival, you can visit nationalcomingout.org. So that will be a new event uh, that is coming up. So I so think that's cool. And I think that if you're, you know, if you're afraid to do this, hopefully, I think that the people who really love you are going to love you no matter what. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I wear a um, a rainbow bracelet that was actually made by uh, missionary nuns in South America, but uh, but I do wear this uh, so that uh, gay and lesbian people, when they see it, they they know I'm an ally. Do you, do you know? Unless what I mean? they think you're setting a trap. Unless they think I'm setting a trap. But uh, you know, I will. I will. You could my be the, the Admiral Akbar situation <laughs> going on there. Mm. <laughs> no, I think it's cool. Got one. <laughs> so this is going to be uh, Saturday, October seventh, and uh, yeah, the information, like I said, is available at nationalcomingout.org. dot I got a couple other things. City Beat, baby. I got a couple of Eagles things. You may have already known this. Uh, they made this announcement, I think, last week, but I didn't get a chance to get to it. But uh, Eagles fans attending games, again, can ride SEPTA's Broad Street Line for free. Wow. After every game this year, uh, beginning, uh, well, it started with the last preseason game against the Browns. Uh, the free rides, sponsored by the online gambling platform Unibet, are intended to prevent people from drinking and driving. Uh, Eagles fans can board the subway at Energy Station uh, for free from halftime until halftime until two hours after each game ends. One of my favorite pieces of footage involves the, uh, I think it was during the Eagles run-up. Oh, dude. The dude who ran into the pole. Yes. It was the best outside the train. We had him on, right? I think we we did. I feel like we did. Uh, for primetime games, the promotion lasts until the final train leaves the station. Uh, SEPTA's Broad Street Line has a free connection to the Market Frankfurt Line and several trolley routes between City Hall and 15th Street loca- uh, Fifteenth Street stations. Uh, it also connects to multiple bus routes and is a short walk from Jefferson and suburban stations in Center City. Uh, riders can hop on regional rails there. And uh, Do they still offer discounts to turnstile jumpers? Eagles fans uh, coming from New Jersey can connect to to Patco and Center City. No, but if you're coming out that day, <laughs> you get a free ride. Quick question. Have you um have you ever did you have you used the trains around here a lot? Have you is there a time in which Not you're, a lot. Yeah. No. Just a handful of times. I, like never. I do all the time. Really? Yeah. 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 Just because it's convenient, especially if I'm gonna have a drink or two and don't want to deal with Uber or whatever. But like I, I mean I live near train lines, Stephen, so that's why it's easy. You know, and, and growing up I lived I could walk to the Paoli station. Oh we take it in the city all the time. If I was near a station, yeah. hell yes I would. It's really convenient and I've used it for sporting events, as you for concerts, whatever. Yeah, I just yeah. never have. I, yeah. I, should, I should probably look into it more. 
Yeah, for me, getting down to the stadiums is not as easy. Uh, you know, I would have to yeah. you know, be hopping all over the place. But with the um, proposed place, uh, the Sixers Arena in in Chinatown, yeah, that'll make it way easier. There's a there's an easier way for me to get there than there is for me to get to the stadiums. You guys want to take bets on whether or not that's going to happen? Well, <laughs> now, like these architects are saying that it's a bad idea. Here's the deal. <laughs> There's tons and tons and tons of money behind this from all different people who have interest in it. And I think we're just doing the song and dance. Like, will it happen? Well, well it's going to happen. Well, well for I and against, know. though, Steve, there's a lot of money pushing against it. I'm not disagreeing with yeah, you. Yeah. There are a lot of people who want to get it done who have a lot of money. But there are a lot of business interests that are opposing it who also have a lot of money. It's and true. I'm just curious. I think, like... It's one of those things like that. It just keeps, it, you know. It's like yeah. Pacino. You know, they keep pulling me back, and I think they're they're not going to let go until they There's, get something. There was a great plan for the ballpark uh, in in and around Chinatown, and it made a lot of sense. Right, it would have been a, a really cool location. And eventually, the Phillies and the city just gave up on it because it was easier and then ultimately cheaper to build Citizens Bank Park. So, you know. I know the Sixers ownership group wants a new arena. I, I totally understand that. Wanting that, you know, I don't want a marquee I, or whatever. But I love what they did with the improvements. I mean, it looks fantastic sure. over there. I, I, if I were a betting man, I actually I'm betting against it happening. All right. Time. I think yeah. they were hoping more people would be on board because of the space it would take over. It's nothing. It's it, they haven't been able to bring it back for decades, and so I think they were yeah. hoping people would get behind it. But it's the surrounding businesses right. that are all against. Chinatown is impacted dramatically. Yeah. Yeah. So very much so. All right, I got another story here. Um, I meant to get to this one. God, I've been sitting on this for a week, week and a half, something like that. Um, but the last time the battleship New Jersey was out of the water for maintenance was over 30 years ago in 1991, while it was still an active warship. Mm. Um, so they are, they're going to do that. They're, they're going to dry dock it and they're going to refurbish it. So what do they do? They, they back up a pickup truck with a trailer? Yeah, dry yeah, dock yeah, yeah. it. No. <laughs> uh, so the three critical tasks that must be accomplished in dry dock are cleaning and repainting the hull to prevent corrosion, repairing corrosion to the 132 blanks the Navy welded over the ship's uh, through hull openings and replacing the more than 1,304 uh, anodes that make up a critical part of the ship's cathodic protection system in uh, to prevent the dis- dissimilar metals that make up the ship's <laughs> hull from wasting away. Yeah, it's a lot uh, involved. Well, you know they were doing that elaborate reconstruction on the actual top deck. The um, yeah. you know, All that stuff, which is pretty amazing. We got a piece of that. Yeah, to take uh, to the uh, World Series. Super Bowl. Yeah. Was it the World Series? The it Super was the World Super Bowl. It was the World Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl. No, Super Bowl. It was the Super Series. Uh, Is it in the, um, the World Bowl. Did you leave it out there? You left it in yeah. Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I can't remember where I left it. Uh, you set it on fire, right? I did. I set it on fire. <laughs> Navy guidelines for maintaining inactive warships call for them to be dry docked for periodic underwater hull maintenance once every 20 years. Uh, the ship will be dry docked at the Philadelphia Navy Shipyard's dry dock number three, a site of massive importance in the battleship because it is where the ship was built. Isn't that wild? From 1940 to 1943 um, for World War II and then reactivated in 1967. It's coming home. You know what? I love that ship. I know you've been on it a number of times, yeah. person, as have uh, I. When people come to town as uh, you know, they'll see it. Well, let's go over and you know and check it out. It, it's a great tour. They do so many cool things over there. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I remember when it was parked uh, on the Philadelphia side, and we went and saw it. Mm. Or was it was that a submarine? That, we, well, we we took. Did a, it go underwater? It was we, a submarine. We got on someone's personal boat. Yeah, and rode out when they were towing it up the Delaware. I just uh, and remember, rode out there. I, I remember that. 
I remember like hanging over the front of the ship and you could talk and the sound waves would travel down the the entire length of the boat. Okay. I wasn't there for that. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I, that I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I do remember when we watched it being towed uh, up the river Preston. In fact, where we were, the people who whose boat we were in were friends with the uh, with Bruce, with Willis. Bruce Willis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they had a relationship with Bruce right. Willis in one way or another. So, uh, so they're gonna they're gonna refurbish the battleship New Jersey. I think that's awesome. Yep, I think it's great. All right, I think we're gonna wrap up the yeah, city beat at this point. So we thank you for being a part of this, my friend, my hepcat. So long. Uh, we are going to take a quick break and come back in a moment or two. We got more bizarre file stories, and I think you shall enjoy. So I think you should stay there. Right back. As the kids get ready to go back to school here at 93.3 WMMR, we're once again honing our skills in the art of alphabetizing. MMR's Back to School A to Z returns. It's a can't-miss annual tradition where we play back thousands of different songs, alphabetically by title. It's two weeks' worth of no-repeat hits, album tracks, those oh-wow songs, and many titles of dubious artistic merit. Preston and Steve kick it off next Thursday at 9 a.m. MMR is back to school A to Z. From the station that doesn't feel tardy, 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, we begin a couple of animal stories to start with. A FedEx driver in Nebraska came face-to-face with a rattlesnake outside a homeowner's door while delivering a package went above and beyond the call of duty earlier this month. So instead of dropping the package and running, he went to the homeowner's garage, picked up some choice tools, and killed the venomous snake. (laughs) Murdered the snake for the owners. Uh, Ring doorbell. That's our pet rattlesnake. (laughs) Camera footage shows the snake. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> slithering toward the door and Jeez. rattling its tail before the delivery man, uh, Matt Hovier, had arrived. Yes, I have a delivery. Uh, the uh, snake was a 36-inch prairie rattlesnake, and prairie rattlesnakes are the largest rattlesnakes found in the United States and can grow up to five feet long. Wow. <laughs> uh, once Hovier saw the snake, he grabbed tools from the homeowner's garage and used them to kill it. Hovier then removed the snake's body and texted the homeowner, Christy Jones, and wrote, I hope you didn't have a pet rattlesnake <laughs> at your front door because I killed him. I killed the dog, too. And then he wrote, sorry about the blood, and I killed the dog, too. Oh, and there was a little kid at the door. I uh, killed him, too. In a Facebook post, Jones said that, that FedEx should nominate Javier for Employee of the Year for killing the anaconda-sized rattler on a front step. Uh, Jones said in a post that her child had walked out the same door the snake was near 20 minutes before he had arrived. Uh, prairie, it's pretty amazing. Prairie rattlesnakes are ambush predators. They typically hide under brush, waiting until their prey is within striking distance to attack. The snakes can, can control how much of the venom they release with every bite and typically release 20 to 50% of their venom That's not cool. when biting prey. Uh, when Hovier successfully subdued the rattlesnake, the National Park Service had, while, I'm sorry, while he subdued the rattlesnake, uh, the Park Service recommends leaving them alone and basically getting out of there if you see one. 
Uh, here's another animal one. So the very, the usually very mellow mountain goats on Utah Peak, uh, on a Utah Peak popular with hikers and campers, right. have killed three dogs in as many what? weeks. Yeah. Uh, the fatal encounters involving dogs and mountain goats are not unheard of, but are unusual for the area, according to officials. What's happening? In the most recent attack, an unleashed dog was harassing a mother mountain goat oh. and her two babies on Saturday when the mother goat, listen to this, had enough and shoved the dog off a cliff oh. to its death. Oh, oh my God. He's like, he's like, oh, you want to mess with me? Yeah, these are my kids. This is my, this is my turf, dude. Um, hey, so what happened? The two other dogs were gored. And died from their injuries on unspecified dates within the last three weeks. I'm going to tell you about my political career. <laughs> Different Gore. Oh. Not Al Gore. Yeah. Uh, the, supposed to just jump off the cliff themselves. <laughs> uh, the mountain goats that call Mount uh, Timpanagos a home. Pe- no, Timpanogos. Home. Where is this again? Uh, it's in Utah. Okay. Weigh as much as 150 pounds, and they have long, sharp horns that can cause fatal injuries. Sure. They're, they're generally timid and will run from loud noises, unlike moose. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? Uh, the goats will attack if provoked. So a moose. Why don't you forget the moose? Will normally for a moment stick around from loud noises. The goats will normally get away, uh, but they will attack if provoked. Uh, according to an expert, they said uh, you get one of those big ones, and then they can uh, very easily hold their own against a human. Certainly against a dog, and even a dog that would be considered a vicious dog or a big dog. And all it takes is one of these horns to get hooked onto their arm or in. Their gut or something, and then it's all over for the dog. Explain the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. they do have very sharp horns. Yep. Uh, a Coast Guard crew on Friday rescued a man stranded on an island in the Bahamas for three days after his sailboat broke down. Uh, the crew rescued the man on K Sal. Uh, they spotted the man who fired flares into the sky from the boat. Uh, he had already eaten the guy who was with him. Uh, the island is located between Florida, Cuba, and the Bahamas. It was three days, man. An officer said, we are proud to have saved this man's life. The case serves as a perfect example of why you must have the proper safety equipment on your vessel. Uh, without seeing the flare, the case may not have had a successful outcome. After locating him, the Coast Guard crew uh, dropped food, water, and radio to him so he could communicate with authorities. I uh, was later rescued and taken to a hospital, and he was not identified, but was described as a 64-year-old Bahamian citizen. You don't, you very rarely hear of somebody actually stranded, right, on an, on island, an island like this, and then uh, and then they get rescued. So, yeah. Do they recommend you bring a flare gun on a wakeboard? Uh, they do. Okay, uh, it's got to be a small one, but yeah. <laughs> uh, an SUV missing for months was recovered and pulled out of the Snake River in Idaho Falls on Tuesday. Wow. Uh, the Sheriff's Aquatic Rescue Team found the GMC Envoy under the water. Now, according to the police, they said a guy looking for crayfish found a license plate in the area about a week ago. What? Yes. Contacted us, and uh, we set up a dive and found the vehicle. A guy named Ben Nye said that he was the driver. I'm who, the crayfish guy. I'm sorry. He was the diver who found the SUV. He tied a float to the vehicle so police could get a GPS location for the investigation. Officers learned an intoxicated man had driven the SUV into the river about a year ago. Wow. He was able to get out of the water and walk home. But the next morning, the man and his wife realized their vehicle was missing. And they have not known where it is since then. So they didn't, like, report it to the police or? I don't know. Yeah. But they couldn't find it. They had no idea where it was. That's crazy. uh, Drivers moved the SUV down the river with the help of huge airbags. And it was towed out of the water after that. 
All right, and then finally, we will end with uh, this story. A seven-year-old boy was attacked by a bear in the backyard of his Westchester County, New York home ah. and taken to a hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The child was in the yard uh, when it happened. Uh, the police chief said the parents were right there and assisted the child fearlessly. Go ahead, fight the bear. Officers responding to a 911 call about the attack arrived to find the bear still in the yard. I don't want to fight the bear. Uh, the bear continued to present a danger to first responders and area residents and was euthanized at the scene. Uh, the police said, Boy needs to learn how to fight a bear. Police said our concern was uh, he did not retreat, so at that point he did advance. And when you have that many human beings, I would think that an animal of that kind would normally retreat and did not. Uh, the normal reaction of bears is to run away, especially with heightened activity and noise. They usually retreat. So the bear was taken to the Westchester County Department of Health to be tested for rabies. Sorry to bother you folks, but I've heard that Tico Torres has a salmon recipe <laughs> for your dishwasher. This is true. All right, and there you go. That's the last story in the Bizarre File. Uh, as we take a break, we remind you that we will have a lesson question when we get back. We'll see if you've been paying attention. We'll get some music news. We'll get some trash and more. So hang out for a moment. It's a scientific fact. People like free shit. And at WMMR.com, you can find out how to score yourself some of that, like concert tickets, autographed gear, and even cash. Become an MMR VIP to get extra chances to enter online at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right, but Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, let us get to the lesson question and just give some stuff away. How about we do that? I think people like it when we do that. Uh, today, we ask a question that will warrant you a $50 cash card from Asoka. And the question that we have is, who wrote the song, Someone Threw a Spear Through My Windshield Tonight? <laughs> All right. Who wrote that song or performed that song? 215-263-WMMR. Someone threw a spear through my windshield tonight. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. If you heard that earlier, then you should call now. We'll do the trash while you're calling. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, brought to you by Rita's. You can soak up summer at Rita's with a refreshing, refreshing frozen lemonade. Pucker up as these frozen lemonades are available 
in four deliciously fun flavors. But get to read as quick as they are here for a limited time only. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, believe it or not, Britney Spears is seriously talking about reconciling with her dad, Jamie Spears, the very same man she wanted to put in jail over her conservatorship. Britney says despite their issues, her dad has always been like a father to her. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Halle Berry finalizing her divorce to Olivier Martinez after eight years of separation. Lawyers for both Berry and Martinez say they initially kept delaying the proceedings in the optimistic hope that one of them would die. Oh. <laughs> And finally, Russia's first mission to the moon in five decades has ended in failure after the unmanned Luna 25 probe crashed into the lunar surface. Russian President Vladimir Putin tried to remain lighthearted, saying it was still more successful than Greece, too. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. We will check and see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Who wrote, someone threw a spear through my windshield tonight? Uh, We will go to Nick and see if we can get that answer. Hey, Nick, good morning. Good morning. Right. <laughs> yes, I love your enthusiasm, Nick. All right, who wrote Someone Threw a Spear Through My Windshield Tonight? That's an Elton John song. Elton John. Yeah, hang on, Nick. We're going to give you a $50 cash card from Ahsoka. New episode streaming Wednesdays only on Disney+. Plus. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News. Dickhead. Brought to you by Dermatology Associates of Plymouth Meeting, recruiting for an eczema study to test a topical medication. Uh, Ages two and older can register. Compensation may be available for time and travel. PlymouthMeetingDermatology.com. Well, this confirms what we mentioned yesterday. The Rolling Stones will release a new album next month. They cleverly teased it for days through a fake ad for a glass repair business uh, placed in a London newspaper. Last week's cryptic ad in the East London-based Hackney Gazette looked to be a promotion for the new business called Hackney Diamonds. Mm. Um, Lines in the ad included, our friendly team promises you satisfaction, and when you say, give me shelter, we'll fix your shattered windows. I get it. Uh, Then Wild horses couldn't drag you from here. uh, The band posted confirmation with an image that looked to be an album cover and wrote, Hackney Diamonds, the new Rolling Stones album, will publish in September. So, new Stones music coming out. It's the uh, anniversary of Charlie's passing. No kidding. Yeah, two years ago already. Wow. Uh, this is very interesting. We have audio to support this as well. Corn guitarist Brian Head Welch is featured in a new commercial for Furniture City. <laughs> yeah. What? A store in his hometown of Bakersfield, California. And the video shows Welch wandering through the store and uh, a stopping on the way to admire some of the bedroom furniture, a chandelier, and a living room sofa. At one point, he lays on a bed. So we have some of this? Yeah. Yes, Here we go. What's up, everybody? My name is Brian Head Welch. I play in a rock band called Corn, and I'm here at Furniture City in my hometown of Bakersfield, California. Let's check out what they got. Come on. So this is the gallery? What is in here? Look at this. I thought the store ended like a mile ago, and then you come back here and you have the gallery section. It's just pure luxury. So beautiful. This reminds me of Vegas. But the thing I like about Furniture City is Vegas will break the bank. Furniture City will not. 
Um, it's it's a it's, it's so a really crazy. stupid commercial. Yeah. It's re- it's just him walking around, and he obviously doesn't really have much of a script. He's just commenting on things. Uh, but what I do like about it is it's got that old local uh, commercial absolutely. vibe to it yeah. that, I, that I very much miss as a kid. The really you know even though he's not being like the wacky sales you know store owner or something like that, but it reminds me of your local mom and pop shop down the street that would buy advertising. Yeah, we're open, open every day except Sunday. Come down at noon. Have I growing up in Christmas for the kids and face painting. In any city you grow up in, you get to know those people over right, time, right. especially if they brought if they bought lengthy campaigns. Absolutely, they're celebrities. In in my town, there was. Uh, um, Wanda the Queen of Carpet and Becky the Quick Princess of Tile. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and you, you you just loved when those commercials came on. It, it was hilarious. Um, so he's kind of doing this thing. Uh, so he now lives in Nashville, but his parents still reside in Bakersfield as well as other family members. So I wonder if he knew somebody. By the way, a lot of the furniture in Furniture City is gaudy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. <laughs> like, Big time. Yep. Totally. Uh, Robert Plant is set to appear at the upcoming Gloucester History Festival, where he will join historians for a special talk session as part of the activities. Apparently, he's going to talk. He was actually weaseled out of the Pat's Chili Dog commercial. Oh, oh. no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Plant and other speakers will present Warriors and Kingdoms, Tales of the Anglo-Saxon West. Huh. According to the website, the discussion will be about history, myths, and legends of the old Welsh marches of England. He's a huge Tolkien fan. Uh, the event will take place on September 17th. And then one last story, Ringo Starr has announced a new EP titled Rewind Forward to be released on October 13th. The former Beatle will preview the four-song set with the title track tomorrow. About that, he said, Rewind Forward was something I said out of the blue, and it's just one of those lines like a hard day's night. It just came to me, but it doesn't really make sense. Because Ringo was the guy who came up with right. Hard Day's Night. It was He used to have these sayings that were nonsensical of right. sort. And uh, and so this is one of those. Rewind forward. Yeah, so he's uh, basically defying time and age. He looks uh, incredibly good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, is he still is he still going to do the tour? You know, he plans to return to that? Because he stopped so. for a while, right? Yeah, I think he's going to do he had to cancel some shows, yeah. but I think the, uh, the Ringo's All-Star Band thing is going to continue on. It is a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that show. Uh, he went on to explain that sometimes when you want to go forward, you have to go back first. So that's part of his reasoning behind that title. One step forward, two steps back. Kind of like that. All right, and there you go. That's Music News. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. Wrapping up the program. Letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize when we get back. So stay with us. MMRBQ 2023. Starring Shine Down, Billy Idol. And maybe you. That's right. The Preston and Steve side stage is back with Jackie Bam Bam spinning, PNS pals Don McCloskey playing live, and live band karaoke with Sidearm. And if you want to join them on stage, submit a video of your best performance at WMMR.com. We'll post the best ones and let the votes decide. Don't miss the fun in the games and great live bands at MMR's annual music festival. Grab tickets at Ticketmaster starting at 25 bucks, and join us September 16th. At Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Text MMRBQ to 39333 for a link to all the details or hit up WMMR.com. MMRBQ 2023 from 933 WMMR. Sponsored by Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors. Also by Pro Team Collision and Sequoia Outback. 
It's Aerosmith on 93.3 WMMR. Aerosmith will be in town in the very near future, September 2nd. Labor Day weekend. What day of the week is that, Nick? Is Saturday it? night. And they're uh, wow. kicking off their final tour right here in Philly. Yeah, that's wow. it. Wow. Uh, Wells Fargo Center, by the way. So, yeah, it's called Peace Out. You know, and then uh, and then they're done. And then I don't know if they'll do, like, residencies anywhere like they did in Vegas or... You wonder that. Quit or... Like one-off gigs? Anymore. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, like, you know, Kiss with the same thing. I'm like, there's no way they're not well, going to do the, the occasional one-off gig. Well, like Elton John has said, yeah. he's, he's done touring. He's And he's going to stop playing for a while. Yeah. But he will do a show from yeah. time to time or performances, you know, so that, that'll that still happen. But yeah, I don't know about these I mean, guys. There's always the President Steve side stage. Yeah. At the, the barbecue. barbecue. They could do a one-off there. We yeah. would welcome Aerosmith yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. This year it's Don McCloskey, though, who we're very excited to have on board. Basically always referred to as the modern Aerosmith. The Aerosmith of Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, if you like Aerosmith. Such a fun band. I was watching the video when they played uh, First in Flight here Great. in the studio not that long ago. The harmonies, mm-hmm. the vibe, all the cool instruments, man. I am so looking forward to that at the MM Barbecue. Uh, and, of course, the uh, the um, uh, live band karaoke with Sidearm, too. Is gonna be great. Would you say their harmonies were better than our Merci beaucoup, Merci your face? Or not, even, not even close. Yeah, you, you guys you. nailed it. You <laughs> nailed it this He's morning. Pandering. You don't think so? No. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's close. It's the best one you guys have ever done. It's yeah, so good yeah. that I don't. We gotta. We have to take a break before we return to it because it's. It's you know. Yeah. It can't compete. No, you don't want to. You don't, don't want to sell it. Then it's just embarrassing. Yeah, it's like Tokyo Drift in the uh, Fast and Furious series. I don't know what you mean. By they that. went to it the third time. The third oh, movie. Okay. Yeah. They, they lost the magic. Yeah, but they got it back. They did. You know, so they ended up in space. <laughs> Driving their cars. So we're basically the Tokyo Drift of Don McCloskey. That must yeah. be it. Of Don McCloskey. <laughs> hey, intern Will's last day is today. He's leaving us. Another one. It's very sad. Will made his debut with our uh, our game the other day on the air. And you did a pretty decent job, didn't you? No. You could have done way better. You were a nanosecond <laughs> off of Campbell. I mean, I, on that first question. She was it, killing it. Yeah, but you, you were right there. Yeah, see, if if I had reflexes of any kind, I would have gone three for five. Right, yeah. But I do not. You, okay. Yeah. You, the buzzer is what kills it for you. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Will, where do you go to college? Uh, up uh, Hofstra University up on Long Island. Okay. All right. And you're headed back there when? Uh, next week. All right. Sometime near the end of the week. So. All right. And yeah. today's the last day with the President and Steve show. Have you enjoyed your time? So much. Oh, yeah. excellent. Oh, my goodness. It's been awesome. Nice. You're very low-key guy. Yeah. That's good, though. He's, he gets the it's job hard, done. It's He's, hard to tell if you're having a good time. You're going to hear him on Between the Sheets. Tonight on MMR. <laughs> Intern Will, Between the Sheets. <laughs> Very much that delivery. Are you... Are you uh, Join me and Jackie Bam. <laughs> yeah. You met him and Jackie. Doing you got a body yet? Yeah. God. You nervous? Uh one night only. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, uh, what year in school for you will this be? Uh, I'm going to be a junior. A junior, okay. And uh, like Kay said, are you nervous going back or no? Uh, no, no. Okay. No, I'm excited, you know. I mean, yeah. summer's fun, but we have a long break. And now, you know, once you get to the last few weeks or so, it's like, okay, I'm, you, I'm ready. You're in I'm that mindset. Yeah, how's this a good school? What's, oh, your, yeah. what's your major? Uh, video television. Oh, okay, so, cool. Yeah. What do you hope to do in that field? 
I don't know. Well, I, I think just, like, I mean, the goal is to add video to television. <laughs> okay. I'm hoping to crack that code. I mean, I don't know. Guys, it's going to be hard. It's right in front of us. It's, I didn't know if you wanted I to do there. if you wanted to do, you know, production behind the scenes or actually be a, an on-air talent or editing or, you know, I mean, I'm kind of doing a little bit of all of that because okay. I don't really know yeah. what if which way I want to lean. Yeah. Well, you're, but, do, you're doing the right thing, which is to sample, you know, the different things, radio and so on, and then maybe elements of this that you'll take and apply it to there. But, uh, yeah, drink it all in. Yeah, you don't have to have it all figured out right now. No, you know, no. There, there are very few. By October. 20-year-olds <laughs> who know exactly what they want. There are, you know, very few 30-year-olds who know what they want to do. Right. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. All right, man. Well, listen, thank you for everything. We appreciate all the help, and uh, and we wish you nothing but the best of luck, all right? Thank you. Yeah, and thank you guys so much for having me. I mean, again, this summer's been a blast. Oh, you were terrific, awesome. man. Really well done. Yeah. Give it up for Will, everybody. Will, intern Will. What's your last name, Will? Uh, okay. Sorry, got to put the uh, yeah, cans on. Yeah, uh, Will Schoenlieber. Will Schoenlieber. 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 What kind of name is that? Uh, German. German name. Okay. Yes. I like it. Beautiful. Life. Life. the same. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Schoenlieber right now. Shut up. <laughs> what? <laughs> little Lieber out of your shorts. <laughs> I was wondering what that was hanging yeah. out of that. Yeah, Schoenlieber. It's, it's a little Lieber. <laughs> All right. Um, today has been a very enjoyable, uh, intimate day. It's just been us and you. Yeah. Yeah. And a boy named Sue. And, a, and Will. And Will, Will. showing his leader. Later. Uh, we just need to do the letter of the day. So, Case, you want to do it? Sure. All right. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter O, as in Kathy. Oh, range. It's not even a word. Uh, tomorrow, oh, my balls. we will have a word with a final letter, and we're going to give away a pair of floor tickets for MMR presenting Greta Van Fleet and the Star Catcher World Tour. Star Catcher! Tuesday, in September. In the 27th century. Tuesday, September 19th. <laughs> 19th at the Wells Fargo Center, plus a backstage tour and a guitar signed by the band. And tickets are on sale now via Ticketman. Uh, complete details at WMMR.com. I will thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan and the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Wild Fork Meat and Seafood Market. You can enjoy the largest selection of quality meats and seafood at low prices. Tomorrow on our program, we will have comedian Jared Freed joining mm. us. We will have the Duncan Cooling Caravan, which, by the way, if you work outdoors and you want to be added to that list, possibly for us to stop by. We're only going to choose a couple of places. Um, make sure you get in touch with us through PrestonSteve.com. You can you can go to the link and sign up, and maybe we'll come by and see you. We're doing it on Monday as well. Yeah. So you can sign up for that, too. And tomorrow, it's Kathleen's birthday. Oh! Is tomorrow morning. Should be 30 years old. Oh, very happy. That's nice, but no, 35. All right, that's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great day. Switch the numbers. See you tomorrow, gang. Bye bye. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp.